Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me on another trip to Nintendo Land, uh, our premier Nintendo uh, podcast here on Irrational Passions, uh, and it's, it's another podcast that we do, uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of the millions and millions of podcasts that are on Irrational Passions. Yes. Um, I'm joined, as always, on this show by my wonderful uh, co-host and the... Daisy to my peach, Alex O'Neill. Hi, Alex. Hi, Mike. It's time to Nintendo. It is time indeed. And we are joined by a special guest, Mr. Cameron Hawkins from Dual Shockers. Hey, Cam. How's it going, guys? How are you fe- going on? How are you feeling, Cam? Are you ready to Nintendo? I'm ready to talk about Nintendo. <laughs> Excellent. I can, I can hear it in your toe. <laughs> <laughs> ready. Uh we're gonna get we'll get right into it uh, i'll just get into some housekeeping real quick just want to again thank everybody for checking out the show uh we, we're just getting started here uh we have our first episode but we also um have a couple other things that went up on the feed since that previous episode um first off me me and alex here did a kind of one-on-one chat um about our history and love of the legend of zelda series um, we wanted to kind of try and do something uh, from from after some feedback of just like, hey, uh, it's awesome that you guys started this show. We want to know more about like kind of just why you wanted to and like what you like about Nintendo so much. So we were like, okay, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Easy. Um, so yeah, we, we had a whole chat about our history and just what we love about Zelda, uh, the, some of our favorite games in the series, some of our uh, love of just like sp- very specific things of like you know items we used uh, mis- uh, bosses and other things like that so it was a lot of fun uh, chatting about that with you Alex yeah that, sure. was, that was a lot of fun I liked the uh, my favorite part was the uh, the sleepover story that you had uh, about your friend yes. like taking you on the tour through Hyrule <laughs> that was, yeah, yeah. I love blowing, the blowing my yeah blowing my mind you know spoilers for Ocarina of Time from you know, whatever however many years ago but like I, I always rented that game, and so I I always just saw bits and pieces of it. And one day, one time, I rented it, and then just boom, uh, I was adult Link, having like no idea how that ever happened. <laughs> the game just randomly. So yeah, great. you can hear the yeah you can yeah go listen to that if you want to hear, hear that whole story. It was uh, an event in my life for sure. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, we also reconvened the committee, the Pokemon ranking committee. Uh, for another episode, and we also took that original episode, which was, you know, in 2020 time, as I like to say, like like 40 years ago, <laughs> but it was like, but it was like a couple, it was just a couple December months ago, 2019 we, or whatever, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, we <clears throat> basically we we have been going through Pokemon Sword and Shield and ranking all the different Pokemon that we like or maybe even dislike, uh, and you know, using our scientific methods. Uh, with it's me, you, and Quentin Hoffman, uh, ranking Pokemon, and it was a lot. Of, it's a lot of fun. It's it's silly, and we learned what fifteen thousand volts of electricity can do to wood, and and a human body. So it was pretty terrifying. Uh, uh, yeah, it's was, it was quite it's quite something. Those shows uh, go a place, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, it's it's something, all right. Uh, but it was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, feel free to check those out. And yeah, we're, we're gonna keep doing some. We're gonna keep doing these main shows. They'll be every month, uh, and we'll be kind of those. They'll be Nintendo current news focused. So you know we'll be talking about directs and new Nintendo games coming out. Always on this show, 
and some of the other stuff will just be a little bit more fun and kind of just whatever we kind of feel like doing uh really to nintendo so uh if you like any of this stuff we appreciate some you rate us or you know subscribe to the feeds uh we're on pretty much all the all your favorite podcast services more or less yeah. so uh yeah thanks so much yeah thank you everyone that's that's listened and given feedback and all that's very wonderful Mm-hmm. wonderful indeed so with that out of the way we'll brush the housekeeping out of the way and we'll get right into our first uh news uh that i picked here for this episode and that was a brand new paper mario game was announced alex o'neill and cameron hawkins for tempting here. fate once more will it tempting good? fate <laughs> once more indeed uh paper mario and the origami king was literally just sh- shot basically just shadow uh announced if you want to call it that uh <laughs> randomly on like a tuesday afternoon by nintendo and yes. yeah it's 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 a whole it looks like a whole new a whole new thing a whole new paper mario it's kind of it's always like we've talked about this before it's we always have kind of some apprehension when it comes to new paper marios yeah uh and you know i, I kind of want to hear what you have to what you have to say about paper mario in general uh cameron because uh, I know you like recently started kind of replay or playing the series for the first time, um, so I just want to hear what what you've been thinking so far and what your what you th- what you think when you saw uh, Paper Mario and the Origami King. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm playing through the Paper Mario games, and um, I definitely see like why people like just like are hesitant whenever a new Paper Mario is announced because after like Thousand Year Door, it went you know, different, uh, down a different path that, uh, fans of the series didn't really particularly like. And, and the more traditional Paper Mario gameplay moved over to the Mario and Luigi series. Um, so, uh, which I mean, at least, you know, there was there, it was still there for those to enjoy. And I like, you know, I haven't gotten a thousand year door, which I know that is considered like the really special Paper Mario game. So like, uh, mm-hmm. for me, I'm like kind of ignorant as to like, well, it's still here. It's just in a different franchise. So, like, where's the issue here? Mm-hmm. But, like, I again, I haven't played Thousand Year Door. So, like, maybe once I play that, I'll be like, oh, I can totally understand why, you know, um, people feel that way after how apparently how great Thousand Year Door is. Um, so, with the Origami King, um, uh, I, I think it's a really clever idea. Like, it's kind of, like, just brilliant. I didn't, I never even, like, thought about the idea of, implementing origami into the paper mario games it's like it's just like so simplistic but it it's so obvious but but mm-hmm. not until it was actually announced like oh my god this is genius I, so yeah. my favorite part of the trailer is probably the i think it's right in the beginning where mario walks into peach's castle and she's like will you crease yourself <laughs> and be with yeah. me forever and i was like excellent <laughs> excellent whoa this is, this is yeah, this is getting a little freaky bend now. Yeah. to my will literally into origami <laughs> yeah it's the the it was a thousand year door because like the first paper mario in a lot of ways is just like super mario rpg 2 with a paper aesthetic uh, mm. And it's great. And I mm-hmm. think that's the one you're playing right now, right, Cam? Yeah. yeah. Where, where are you at in that, just for my point of reference? I think I just finished, I think I just finished, like, the Lava Lava Island stuff. Oof, I love Lava Lava Island. Uh, yeah. It's, it, that's, there, like, there arguably is no bad chapter in any of the, those first two Paper Mario games, but, um, the like, structurally, it, it has, like, the whole chapter set up, which I, I think really works for it. 
and they get away from that. That's part of, uh, I think, it. But, like, Thousand Year Door was the first game that really made paper kind of, like, a part of the whole mechanical aspect of the game, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you get these paper powers in Thousand Year Door that let you, like, turn sideways, and then you're, like, super skinny, and you can, like, slip through the bars of, of prison cells or something, right? And, and okay. They, they let you do stuff. You can fold yourself into a paper airplane in Thousand Year Door and kind of, like, glide over gaps at certain points. Um, okay. So, so that's cool. Th that's the game where, like, you know, it gets a, a lot of that credit because it has the paper ideas coming into it. It has this RPG ideas. It has, like, all of its own new features, like the Super Guard and the, the crowd. Um, so I, I think it is kind of like the culmination of, of a lot of those things. But they... Where they went after that is, you know, like Super Paper Mario is its own thing, but they, they definitely yeah. still did paper stuff with um, uh, Sticker Star and Color Splash, but it was more like, you know, it had like this other, ad like Sticker Star's this whole thing is like thins, which are just like three-dimensional real-world objects. Yeah, they're just real-world objects. Like here's just, here's just like a, in, in combat, you just have this big, like real-life-looking fan yeah. just appear during in the middle of combat and it like blows enemies away because they're all like thin like paper. And then and it's like, that's like a fun concept, but like just how they implemented it was just very poor. It felt so separate, you know, like okay. it, it, they, yeah. they, they don't mesh together in the same world like they do in Thousand Year Door, or even like Super yeah. Paper Mario. Yeah. And, and like an, another major like gripe that a lot of people had was like uh, everything in Sticker Star, because like it's supposed to be like you're using stickers to in combat. So everything's a consumable. So even like your basic attacks, like jumping on enemies and using mm -hmm. your hammer and like that, like that big fan ability were all like consumable things. So mm. like, it's just, it just, it, it, it gave like a weird, very not great. Yeah. Like, feel to the combat when it was just like all right you're so you're like, is it so like it, are the card systems like in sticker star similar to like like is it like chain of memories uh alex where they reset every battle or when they are they when they're gone are they gone they're for gone good? forever like they're gone man. forever they're gone oh that's yeah. that's yeah, interesting you, yeah yeah and you, and you basically like basically between between like battles you just have to kind of scour the environment and like kind of pick the stickers off like different parts off of the, the environment world, yeah. or like or like interact with like objects and like sometimes you'll get a bunch and like yeah it's just it's just in sticker star yeah. there is no reason to do combat it's like you know you have yeah, consumables that also that you don't get experience it's all consumable and yeah you don't get experience um, yeah. it is just uh, like okay. your hp goes up so, as you progress through the story and you get stronger but like everything so it's just like kind of like a roadblock yeah, basically, yeah. You'll have to fight certain enemies because beating them will either get you a thing that you can then use in the in the world to progress, or it's a boss. You know, like so they they just like the combat. I think in Paper Mario is is really great, and and it's a tenant like badges and partners and action commands, like all these things are the core mechanics of those first two Paper Mario games, and yeah. all of them are gone. <laughs> you know, like the only yeah. thing that's still yeah. there. Oof now is action commands where it's like you hit a at the right time to do extra damage right like that's the only thing that's really stuck around um, yeah and it's just it, it feels like a disconnect between you know like the badges is like a really cool subtle system the way you level up and you get to choose kind of how you want to progress in a very chain of memories style is, yeah. is part of that and it, it's it lets you kind of like if you just want to have a 10 hp mario through the end of the game but have 60 bp like you can do that and have like yeah. tons and tons of badges and stuff equipped and that's really cool mm -hmm. all that's just gone by the time you get to to sticker star and it doesn't come mm -hmm. back for color splash and we still don't know where it's going with origami king like we don't know what the menus are we don't know if 
for sure if partners can be used in combat or how they're implemented. Yeah, it, it's we have a lot of questions, right? right. But I think you know, I, I always feel like the Paper Mario community gets a bad rap for like, oh, you just want it this way. It's like, no, like you can do different stuff, but like I, I would really like to see the core tenets of this franchise just yeah. brought back, you know? Just yeah, yeah just bring in the core, the heart of yeah, the franchise. That's, that's that's where I absolutely agree of like they they've sort of shown they briefly like have shown the combat and like they've not like they kind of showed it briefly in the trailer and then they put out like another little like snippet of gameplay that like it it felt intentional that they showed very little in that because I, I feel like they're just going to have like some like more blowout for that because it is going to be like it seems like it's going to be a more central core thing to the game mm-hmm. this time around than that or at least that's what I'm hoping is like they kind of at least bring like all right combat is more isn't like an essential thing to this game unlike in the previous games where it was just kind of like man whatever you, like you said like in sticker star you just only need to do it for these very specific situations and and never else yeah so We'll see. Like I, of the stuff that you've seen in the OG Paper Mario cam, like what what stands out to you? What do you think is really cool about it? Um, I don't like. I don't want to say nothing because because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like again, I, I like I've played the Mario and Luigi games, and like a lot of that uh, Paper Mario's DNA is in that in that franchise. Mm-hmm. So like I, you know, it's kind of something like oh, I've seen this before. It's more like the aesthetics and like i really like i really like the music even though there's like not enough variety for me but like it's still the music that's there is good um you know i you know i i I like it it's just uh you know for it's just because it's an n64 game and i'm playing it now it there is like some just repetitiveness like some like uh like I don't want to say I don't wanna, yeah I don't want to say uh, generic because it's not really generic it's just like you you know what you're doing like once you get through like the first like two chapters you know what you're doing every chapter it's it it it, it, right. it has the same step by step like up oh, Peach goes to which is a kind of funny ongoing joke like how she finds the exit in the fireplace yep. and there's like a giant button there and Bowser just like it takes him like over half the game to realize. Yep that it's there and i'm just like how do you not know um i'd say like my thing my thing that i uh like the most about paper mario is just i don't know if it if it's something that they do for like the following games but just the way that they interpret bowser as a villain oh yeah i think bowser's i the like best in Bowser yeah. dude he's the best yeah like you, <laughs> you, you, you have like you know minor spoilers but there's like section like sections where you can like kind of play as bowser in thousand year door and they're very okay yeah and like yeah there's also like but it's also very much he's very much the same thing of like he's very like kind of arrogant but also kind of a dummy at the same times and it's it's always super yeah i yeah i love like my favorite rendition of bowser is when they make him bad at being a bad guy yes yeah because like that's the most so funny in Bowser, I yeah, think, that it is. Because you know he does fail every time, so it's not like mm-hmm. he's good at this. So let's just yeah. make fun of that. And, and, it cl- yeah. and it clearly seems like with Origami King, they're gonna do that in a similar direction again. Because it looks like you know a lot of the stuff they've shown. Bowser basically they, gets fridged yeah, at ba- the beginning. Yeah, of Bowser game. gets folded up like like an origami, and like like he's like following Mario around in some point to the trailer, all folded up. So like I guess they're gonna like you know play into that and it seems like and, maybe bowser like bowser jr is a partner in the game it's possible so yeah it yeah that's that's kind of what why people are 
you know, speculating and hoping what's going on with like the partners in the game seem to be Bowser are like basically like, you know, uh, Bowser minions, like, you know, Koopa Troopas and Shy Guys and, you know, even like Spikes. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, because you've seen a lot of the promotional art where it shows like Mario and mm-hmm. the, the bad origami guys and then it has like a bunch of Bowser enemies and folded up Bowser and they're all together kind of on one side yeah. of, this, of the art and the other side. So a lot of people are assuming that those are going to be the partners this time around, which I which, which is still fun. Like it seems like they're they're trying to bring you know for the, for whatever reason like another thing that has kind of been lost from those earlier games from these newer games were kind of the, like the personality of a lot of the partners and the characters in general in Mario and the, and the Paper Mario games because like like you know a lot of the the jokes were in Sticker Star and Color Splash were like uh, the, everyone's just Toads besides Mario yeah. And like that's like like for whatever reason they just stopped making these like cool little original characters that were on the original ones. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, very weird. A, a cool fact um, in response to this trailer going out, did you know gaming? Great YouTube channel if you've never heard of it. Um, did a video about Paper Mario and a thing I didn't know and something to look forward to for you, Cam, was like apparently um, the original Paper Mario is still the only one that was translated within Japan, right? It was like their kind of home team. Um, and it resulted in a very kind of direct translation. Um, so it, it's, it doesn't have a lot of like the puns and the, the kind of clever humor that the rest of the franchise would, would have. So that is a thing that like every, every Paper Mario game after that has been done by Treehouse. And, and those are the ones that have all those very quirky, very fun interpretations of characters um, as opposed to kind of one-to-one that the original did. So that is part of huh. I think why a thousand year door is like it's that first one that that team did and they they just pour their heart and soul into it, um, huh. and it shows. That, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I, I thought I think um, there are definitely some bits in Paper Mario that are really really funny. Yeah, um, I, I've been replaying it as well, and I think it is. It's just like it does stand. It's a little bit more toned down, I'd say. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, yeah, because like the bit that like made, uh, the, my favorite bit so far is the part where you just like find out that Bowser has a diary. Yes, <laughs> that that bit was so great. And he like writes in it like a so like like an like, actual I was so little mad girl. Today. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, the, the, basically that whole chapter structure of like, you play as Mario and then you play as Peach in Thousand Year Door. It's, you know, you play as Mario and then you play as Peach and then you play as Bowser at the end of every single chapter. And, and it, it, because Bowser doesn't have to be the villain of the, the second game. So, uh, they, they really, you know, change it up. And then, you know, Bowser is one of the, the party members in Super Paper Mario. Um, so yeah, they, they, they do a lot of great stuff with Bowser. So it's, it's good to hear that he's like one of your favorite parts of that. Yeah, um, but yeah. I, I'm hopeful for Origami King. I, I, it's just one of those things where I I have to kind of prepare for the worst and then hope for the best. Yeah, I think that's where we're all at. Is like we're just very apprehensive because we've been burned just enough times to be like, oh, this could be it, and it could be interesting. Because even if it's not like I would say, like even like for me, even the convert like the combat isn't one for one. But like, still has some some elements, but is like more interesting with like the like you know rotating the ring to like line up enemies to attack them in certain ways. Like, I think it could be interesting. And um, another thing with this one is uh, the last couple games were I'm not sure who who was the exact team behind them, but for the original two Paper Mario's, it was done by Intelligent Systems, so it's like the same team behind Fire Fire Emblem. Uh, those were done with the first game, and then I think 
uh, they kind of focused on Fire Emblem and the other Paper Marios. In the meantime, were kind of made by different groups, um, different developers. I'm not sure who they were, like I said. But now for this one, I know it has gone back to Intelligent Systems. So I'm really curious, like, what they're kind of going to do now with Paper Mario. Yeah. Uh, again, without they have it kind of back back to them. So it'll be interesting for sure. It is out July 17th. So that's not that far away. Yep. Same day as Ghost well, of Tsushima. Well, yes. it is worth mentioning that apparently Sticker Star was Intelligent Systems. Was it as well? Yeah, oh, I'm, wow. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. And then with Color Splash, it was also Intelligent Systems. Oh, I yeah. thought they were it was all always intelligent systems. Yeah, yeah, it oh, might be different. I thought teams, they went to different people uh, within intelligent systems, but you know, yeah, 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 yeah maybe yeah, it's something like that. Because that's why, yeah, I thought I saw something like that, but yeah, maybe it was, yeah, maybe it's different internal teams or something. Like Ma- that. Yeah, maybe like different directors too and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I know. Hmm. Um, it definitely has a different director. All the games have been directed by the same guy after Thousand Year Door, I believe. Um, and yeah. it's different. Than maybe, maybe that's what it was. I just kind of did somebody. Bunch her, of mis- her, misheard it yeah just but anyway but anyway we're all excited I, I'm, i've been thinking about replaying paper mario games too because it's been a while it. since it's been a while since i played that original one and it's even cool. thousand year door it's been a couple of, so it's been a little while so yeah i might do that um but look for now do so you know when this when this uh before this was announced if we go back a little bit um, did we remember that these were, this was kind of part of an early leak this year, again, in 2020 time, that was like 87 years ago. So it's hard to remember like, oh, right. There was like a rumor that this was going to get, there's going to be a new kind of paper Mario that returned to form, so to speak, was what kind of the leakers words, um, alongside that leak was a new 2d Metroid. Yes. It was also going to be sometime this year. Um, I, I feel like this, you know, obviously we still really don't know what the rest of the year uh, for Nintendo looks like, but uh, a new 2D Metroid would if there, be fantastic, if there's like in my opinion. a good 2D Metroid and a 3D Mario collection, if both of these rumors t- turn out to be true in the same year, um, even if, like, you know, Nintendo doesn't necessarily have the tentpole of Breath of the Wild 2 or whatever to, to deliver here, I, I that would... I think that's a, a really good, assuming that they're you know made by teams that care and and that put their heart and soul into it, like most of their most recent entries and all their franchises. I think that could be really awesome. Yeah, yeah, I def- I definitely agree. Of like, I would love to see both of these things come to fruition. Even like, I would love to see there's I would love to see a, just like an entirely new 2D Metroid mm-hmm. that's maybe somehow like kind of like a lead up to Metroid Prime Four because we obviously know that's I mean, at some point, right? Like, yeah, it's still mm-hmm. probably a ways off. Um, but I, excuse me, I think that would be super cool to see um, something like that instead of just kind of like another remake of a 2D Metroid. Yeah, I don't know. Are you, are either of you guys like way into Metroid at all? I don't know where you're at with it. I have not, I, uh, I'm not into Metroid at all. Like, I, like, I, I, know what like you know obviously i know what it is i appreciate it what it is i want to play the prime games um but the 2d ones like i don't know they don't they don't really uh interest me that much um so mm-hmm. um yeah I, i'm you know Alex, i am a very big uh i'm also a very big metroid fan and just the metroidvania genre i'm also uh quite a fan of i would say i like I like the Prime games a lot. Um, I've mm-hmm. only played. I actually have only played Metroid Prime One and Two. I've not played Three, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but like most of the most of the two D Metroids, I, I played pretty much you know pretty much all the Game Boy ones. And, you know, Super Metroid, of course. Yeah. Uh, so I like I like Zero Mission and Fusion a lot. Yeah, um, I'm I'm curious because so Scott White, you know, friend friend, Rational Passions person, uh, brought up the idea of remaking Super Metroid, which. Uh, could be cool. I think that's just like a, that's too high stakes. Uh, so I, I don't necessarily think they would do that. As I, like I don't a, think I don't, yeah I don't necessarily think they would need to really to. No, I, I don't think they need to, but I think it is something that could happen. Um, uh, but I you know thinking about like what could they remake versus you know they did Metroid Two remake. They've done a original Metroid remake. Uh, they've not done a Super Metroid remake. They've not done a Fusion remake. Uh, both of those games are are so like well constructed visually and mechanically that I don't necessarily think they need to be remade. Right. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Like I, I personally just from, for the sake of like having access to, I would rather take like, yeah, like a, like a remake of fusion mm-hmm. just because like, that's much more difficult to get. Like I'm pretty sure super Metroid is on the, the Nintendo switch online. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's, it's part of the, yeah. And so, like, it's yeah, pretty so easy to access, and I think, like, it still looks pretty good, even as though it's a good, obviously, it's a 2D game, but I think it still holds up fairly well. Yeah. I So, I think I, having yeah, I agree. Fusion okay. would be awesome, because just because, you know, we don't, you know, have to track down a Game Boy and get some Game Boy cards if you want to, or emulate yeah. it, of course, but I think it'd be Fusion cool would, to have that on Switch. Yeah, Fusion was on the Wii, sh- Wii U shop, yep. eShop. You get that one digitally there. It's also um, but yeah, your, uh, it's, Ambassador. Uh, for the oh, 3ds, right? <laughs> which I am, you get fusion. You get, so. you get that fusion. Nice. I, I do have that fusion. How, how do you become an ambassador for 3ds? So that was if you had purchased the 3ds within the first six months. Oh, uh, you were a yeah, 3ds cause like ambassador. Because the, the, the oh. 3ds, like before, before the 3ds was like really popular. It actually had like a really bad launch. So they kind of did. They they kind of had like a this ambassador system to kind of be like, we're sorry. We're, we're working on it. Was, it. it was here's, 10, some, here's some free games. Ten free games. They're all virtual console games. But mm-hmm. three of them are GBA games. Warrior 4, yeah. uh, Metroid Fusion, and Legend of Zelda Minish Cap that are not purchasable on 3DS at right. all. That's period. insane. Insane. Like, you think at this point that they would yeah. put it up, put them on there. Nope. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I wild. have those games on 3DS, and maybe, like, I think some of them 300,000 people do as well, but that's yeah, I think it. I think like like uh cams though. I think some of them are on Wii U eShop cuz I know I had I had Minish Cap on I think the all of Wii them U are eShop. now. But the fact yeah. that none of them became available at all on 3DS in any other way shape or form is astounding to me. But I'm yeah. very yeah, I didn't, very glad I had them. I didn't get a 3DS until Dream Drop came out. That's when I pulled the trigger on a nice. 3DS. Yeah. I got it. I got it when Link between our nose before no, I think it was, it was around when the crossing. first Pokemon. Did you get no, um, no, I I had it before because I think were Pokemon Pokemon X and Y were before Animal Crossing, right? I'm pretty sure no, they were. Yeah, no, Animal Crossing X was and I y? Think 2014, and X and Y 2015, maybe. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what it was. Um, uh, but yeah, I I got the I got it March. Fun fact: you can go on the Irrational Passions YouTube channel and see a 17-year-old Alex O'Neill unbox a 3DS. So, uh, if you want to just <laughs> go back in the archives to that 10-year-old video. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that was March 2011. Um, that was the first console launch that IP was a part of. 
quote unquote. Wow. I put that in as heavy quotes as I can possibly <laughs> put. But yeah, the three DS Ambassador program is like one of the best ways to play Metroid Fusion above board and it is a bummer that it has never come back in any way and i think like even if they just did what they did with samus returns uh and just basically made that game 3d and, and kind of give it a fresh coat of paint and put that on yeah. switch that would be, be great cool. but i think and, and, it, and it seems like and it seems like they're willing like nintendo like obviously they did like a full-on Link's awakening remake yeah last year um, so Which like is it's, super it's, uncharacteristic of them. Yeah. Honestly. So it's, so it seems like they're willing to kind of go back to those slightly weirder, um, kind of, uh, you know, weirder, slightly weirder ones in the franchise. Fusion was definitely a, a stranger one uh, compared to some of the other Metroids. So yeah. I think it'd be cool for them to just be like, yeah, let's let's just do it up and put it on on Switch. But I but I like it'd be cool. But I also think I would I overall if I had the choice. I would I prefer like a one. brand new 2D Metroid. Especially if it, it would be so cool if it was a thing that like led right into Metroid Prime yeah. 4 of like, here's Samus was disappeared after Metroid Prime 3, you know, gone for a few yep. years, or maybe it, it cut, fills in the yep. gaps of like, hey, we want Metroid Prime 4 to be like set after Fusion. So like this is for anyone unversed in the Metroid timeline, it yeah. is... Metroid, then the Prime Trilogy, then Metroid 2, then 3, then Fusion. Um, so the Prime Trilogy is kind of like right in the middle timeline-wise. So if they wanted Prime 4 to be finally finally carrying forward the timeline after Fusion, they could have like a cool 2D game that's like, okay, Samus in her Fusion suit, that maybe she gets her various suit back or, or gets a new suit, and then that leads right into 4 of like she went on this journey and that set up a mystery that is going to be solved in Prime 4. I think that would be amazing but i i just i don't know if nintendo would do it we'll see yeah. yeah i feel like i right now i feel like how people who don't know kingdom hearts feel i'm just like <laughs> listening to you guys talk about this timeline and this game like yeah. what the fuck are you I mean, guys talking about I mean, like I, I know i know that the games are like not in order uh you know uh chronologically but like I, I'm still just like, what are you talking I, I would, about? I would say like what Alex is saying, where like the Metroid timeline is sort of kind of like the Zelda one where like it's there, but like it's not like you need to know this in order to play them. I yeah, guess it's, is, it's not know. critical to the game. Like there, there's really you know like I mean? two events like timeline wise that are really important, which is like what happens in Metroid 2 because Metroid 2 is like literally Samus goes to the home planet of the Metroids and, like, commits genocide against them, like, kills every single one of them, yeah. except for one, right? And that is, like, the whole plot of Metroid 3, Super Metroid, is about the last Metroid. Right. Um, and then mm -hmm. Metroid Fusion is, like, okay, the Metroids are gone. What does this world look like? And it's, like, essentially the, the home planet that the Metroids were from, they existed to kind of counteract this other species that lifted, lived on that planet called the X. It's, like, a parasite and now that the Metroids are gone, that parasite is like going out of control, and Samus has to stop it. Right? It's like it, it. The only weird one, like out of place in the timeline, is the Prime games. Um, mm -hmm. But generally, it, it's, it's not complicated at the very least. If, if you like looked at a timeline, you'd be like, okay, this happened, this happened, and here's where we are. Yeah. See, now that you're telling me like the lore, I'm like, this sounds really Dude, cool. Metroid's kind of cool. Yeah, Metroid's cool. Yeah, Metroid's great. Yeah, the, the it, like I would just say play the Prime games, right? Because it's essentially yeah, like play the Sam, Prime games. Samus fought some Metroids, and now she's in a, a bounty hunter. Because it it's it's so early in the timeline, nothing matters. 
but like yeah. the Prime games are super, super rich with a bunch of writing and lore. Uh, and it, like essentially that trilogy is all about amazing space. atmosphere. The atmosphere Super amazing. Game's yeah, so like good. Environmental storytelling, like in the GameCube generation before everyone kind of figured that out. Um, and it's really, really good. But essentially that's hmm. that whole trilogy is just about Samus fighting the space pirates uh, and yeah. kind of like what they've become after the original Metroid. Uh, and and it's slow like throughout the that that series of games the pirates get bigger and bigger and they're like the main villain of Metroid Prime Three, um, and it, it's really cool. It's a really cool story. Um, just if you played those three games and they kind of tell a story back to back to back, uh, I think you'd be like, okay, yeah, like this is really cool. Uh, mm -hmm. And and that's really all you would need to know before going into like Prime Four or any other Metroid game. Yeah, which I don't even yeah know. yeah I'm, I'm very curious to see where Four will go yeah. for sure. Yeah, I like I want to play the I want to play the Prime games for sure. Like I've heard good things. I just I don't know. I just feel like those uh the other Metroid games uh they just um I don't know. They, they just don't really grab me visually, so I'm just like eh uh but um but now that you're talking about it, I'm just like hmm maybe yeah. I will, maybe I will give this a <laughs> shot cuz you know I you know I like I have my I have a 3DS and um I can uh uh, you know, get Samus Returns and then Super Metroids on Switch, and then is the first Metroid on Switch? Uh, yes, it's in the the OG. Look, yeah, NES. see, look, I, I I can play everything except for like uh other M, which like you don't, don't need to play, don't need right? To play it. No, don't need to. Yeah, play don't need there's to play a reason it. we don't haven't brought it. it up at all. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> and for point of yeah. reference, Metroid Other M is between Super Metroid and and Metroid Fusion, so Metroid Three and Four. Because uh, it's cool at the beginning of Metroid Fusion, it actually says Metroid Four. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what's so is everything terrible about that game, or is it just the story, or is it just the gameplay? It's just the or... story, really. Like yeah, the gameplay is rough because it's like, hey, we want to make a, a mix between first person and you know 2D uh, action Metroid, but it's like okay. you know full free free roaming 2D. It's a lot of like looking from the side, but. You can kind of explore these environments, which that part is really fun in that game, but mm -hmm. it's all played with just a Wii remote. So it's the Wii remote on the side. Ugh. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, yeah. It's a Wii remote on the side for full 3D movement on that little very small D-pad, um, and it's bad. And then you point the Wii remote at the screen to switch to first person, and it's, like, never good. It wasn't good. That sounds so terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's never – it's, it's, like – if you had what's the red game red steel it's like red steel without the nunchuck <laughs> and, yeah, and it's, it's all it's third person and first person um but yeah it basically makes samus like kind of a feeble female character and it's fucking bullshit so <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad uh, especially, especially like it. an origin story too so it's just like it's just bad yeah it's bad you don't you don't have to play it um, yeah and uh, i, I, I think not going to nintendo doesn't even really think of it as canon anymore um, yeah. Oh, thank God! But like the fact that that was the last Metroid game until Federation Force came out, and then Samus Returns. So just think about six yeah, years yeah, where Other M was the last thing you played in this franchise that has generally all great games. Uh, besides, that. yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's it's yeah it's it's Damn. a bummer, but I'm the you know we're hopefully on to finer pastures with the Metroid franchise, and hopefully yeah. a two D Metroid. And new 2D Metroid new on Switch happens. 2D Metroid uh, on Switch with but had, had it, but it, you know, so we, good. Yeah, it'd be so good. Um, but how are we feeling about a 3D Mario collection? That would be awesome as well, yeah. I think. Um, yeah. What's the best 3D Mario? 3D World. Yes. 
Yeah, actually, yeah, I would agree with that. I would say 3D World and Galaxy is very close behind. Yeah, like I, I love 3D World because 3D World is like just legit. Like especially when you get farther in the game, even before you get to like the post game, like war, like worlds and things like that. That game is like like pretty brutal, like oh, yeah. pretty 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 hard. And but but it it's one of those things where like I feel like in Mario like a lot of other Mario games I like I get fucked over with the controls or something like that and that's what makes me die not mm-hmm. because of something that is like my fault like oh I inputted this wrong oh blah 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 but in 3D world like no if you die it's your fault if yeah. you die that's like there's no excuse yeah so and it, it, it and like the the music is absolutely like oh, it's so absolutely good. phenomenal it's so like good. Can like just the the jazz soundtrack. The jazz soundtrack and is top tier. So when when Nintendo so was like, "We're gonna get way into jazz for the Wii U," I was like, yeah. "Please and thank you." I was you. gonna say, uh, fun fun fact: if if yeah, folks who hear the intro music to a trip to Nintendo Land, it is an eight bit remix of the Bowser theme park uh, world Ooh. from Mario World from Three oh, D so World. So good, so uh, done good. Disney, uh, it's done by a uh, like a remixer named Bulby. He does a lot of eight bit kind of remixes of a whole bunch of Nintendo songs. It's very good. Uh, so that's slap. that's the theme song. It slaps. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's slap, slap, slap. It's uh, well, a great soundtrack. You said Bulby. Yep. It's a great soundtrack. I yeah yeah no. The idea of that also like redone up with new content, like yes. also just throw a whole other like little mini world map or other world in that game, please. I yeah. I threw out the idea on IPP of like I because it feels like they've waited so long to do another one of these of it would be really cool if they did a super mario 3d world 2 and it was just like a whole new game and stuff and then in addition to getting that you got like the the remaster or re-release of the first 3d world there's no way nintendo would do that but (laughs) god would that be amazing like no i want a 3d world 2 so bad so bad like i I would, I, said, I, would, um, I would really love that too, and just or just like I, re- I really hope that you know again the the kind of the leak or the the conspiracy with this was it's it's called deluxe. So I really hope it's like a they add a lot of new stuff like a new playable like a new character world, in that game. Yeah, like a new so playable good. character. Yeah, that'd be yeah. super awesome. Uh, who who would who, um, who would the character be? Who do you think the character would be? I'm trying to think, could be uh, could be Daisy. Um, it could be yeah. Polina uh, as like a little galaxy. Rose- Wait, Rosalina's already in 3D World, right? Rosalina's in it. You can play as her. She's yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. the late game unlockable character. Yeah. Yep. Um, could be um, Bowser Jr. would also be really cool. I don't know how he would work at all. Um, but you put, him, put him in the cart and he can float? Yeah. Um, I think, or, or, you know, maybe he can attack or something a little bit more aggressively. <laughs> Donkey Kong in like the big ass cat suit. Dude, yes. <laughs> yes. I just okay, want to yep. see cat Donkey Kong. All right, Donkey Kong is it. <laughs> we it. found it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but you know uh, that, that's one of the best parts about 3D World. I'm sorry, Cam. I, we keep cutting you off. Go ahead. No, <laughs> um, go ahead. But uh, the it's just the different characters and th- them having their mm-hmm. Doki Doki pa- panic, like having that those mechanics brought back of like Peach can float and Rosalina has her own ability that we made for this game of like her little spin jump. Um, well, she it, well she's it's supposed to be like um, the Mario Galaxy spin. Yeah, um, but like you know, mm. Rosalina has never been realized as a playable character sure. in this way before. Yeah. So her being brought into it, and then her also still having her own kind of mechanic to her uh, cool. Luigi's flutter jump. Yeah, like it's so cool. Um, Yoshi would also be a cool character. Oh yeah, Yoshi. How do we not think of Yoshi? Yeah, yeah Yoshi would be awesome as well. Um, but 
Yeah, my I my like quote unquote prediction of sorts would be like three D three D World's gonna get its own separate port, and then we'll get ah. See, here's the thing. Like, I want to I want to think that like Sunshine would be in a bundle, but like I feel like it's been so recent that they could totally sell that as its own thing as well mm-hmm. as a remaster. So, um, but I feel like Galaxy and Galaxy Two are like perfect enough like in that perfect middle ground where they can be in a bundle but i feel like sunshine is too too far and 3d world is so recent but hardly anyone played it that like nintendo can justify like a 60 dollar price tag for both of those games so i really don't know how they'll bundle them i'll get all of them regardless because like um when it comes to you know when it comes to the mario series i'm i'm more in tune with like the Mario and Luigi franchise, like the like Superstar Saga is my, yeah, Superstar Saga is my favorite uh, Mario title. Like, I mean, I love Super Mario RPG, but I haven't played it in so long that I really couldn't like give a fair opinion on that game. Uh, but I remember loving it as a kid. Um, but yeah, so like Superstar Saga, like is my favorite Mario, and you know, I'm playing through Odyssey right now, and I'm like, it's fine. You know, like I'm not, yeah. I'm not like, uh, I'm not blown away by it. But like 3D World, like oh my god, like inject that into my veins give me a 3d world 2 immediately you know 3d world makes me feel so happy the soundtrack is really what puts it over yeah yeah i really think it's like i really think it's the best like 3d or 2d if if i'm being honest mario game like i think it's i think it's fantastic yeah and it 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 is like it walks that line it has the you know the the different mechanics for each character it has the world map that you can walk around and find secrets on right it has like all of mm-hmm. these tenets of mario games brought into one thing in a way that even something like galaxy which like the the thing that cripples galaxy for me it's such a nitpicky thing um but it has no overworld you know like the best part about sunshine galaxy or not galaxy um uh, odyssey excuse me uh, has no overworld and the be- for me the best part about galaxy one sunshine and 64 are peach's castle delfino plaza and the the observatory like those mm-hmm. overworld things that kind of create this aesthetic that brings all these levels together um and and also has its own secrets and its own stars and its own tricks and powers and upgrades to find within it that's like the best for me um, mm-hmm. and it is so absent in odyssey that it it is almost all i can think about sometimes when i'm playing that game and it's a bummer yeah, yeah like but uh before i bef- like until recently for a while like i was one of uh i was kind of one of those people with an unpopular opinion like my favorite 3d mario was was sunshine just because of how different it was yeah um mm-hmm. like that just went a long way for me um with the with the flood mechanic and stuff like that um but you know once i played 3d world and like after playing that and like just thinking about that game for a long time i was like dude that game is like yeah way too good like it 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 might be familiar but it's so polished and it's and it has like the perfect amount of everything as a mario game that i just it's the best mario game for sure in my opinion yeah uh for, for for 3d yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, I definitely pretty much agree with all of you guys. Of, of like, I like 3D World a whole lot. Um, I think I might maybe on the other side of Odyssey. I think I, I like Odyssey a little bit more, mm-hmm. just because I think it I does like Odyssey too. A lot, to be clear. yeah, it's 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 one of those things where like they're all good games for at the end of the day, but like there's like little things. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think like yeah. I, I I really I like I'm gonna buy them all too 
but I think from like a just a technical perspective of like the the rumor more or less for these were there would be uh, the Mario 3D World Deluxe and then there would be a Mario collection that would be Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy, the, the first Mario Galaxy. And the, those would be all in one package. And like that's that's ultimately like I'm curious about that package if that's like what it ends up being. I, I would also be way in if it was just like, you know, 3D World Deluxe, then a package of Galaxy 1 and 2, and then a package of like a remastered Sunshine in, in 64. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like, those are like the two I'm curious about. Cause like Cameron said, like they are, they were so far away and like they're older games. Like they have, you know, they're definitely different in some not so great ways in terms of they're just older games and the cameras and stuff are not great in those games. So like I'm and obviously like with Sunshine, you had the kind of, you know, you had the backpack and like, the trigger like the GameCube triggers were like had those, those specific designs where you could push them in and like certain levels to like get different water pressure from the tank. Uh and like so I'm super curious just like how they would get that stuff to work on Switch. If they even would. Like would they they like I feel like they would have to rework those games in some ways. Yeah. Like for them to be on Switch. So I'm just curious like what they would do to those games in terms of like making maybe the cameras better in both those games like maybe giving them some slightly better graphics or something like i think they need to do i would hope i would hope they would do some work to them i feel like other people would probably and i'm gonna be your resident mario 64 hater hello everyone it's alex and I, I, i'm not i'm not the, i'm not the biggest fan of it either really okay cool uh, you've, you've found the only people that all think 3D World's the best. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. The, the, who are, like who are now doing it? You were on a, yeah, on a Nintendo podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, literally, it's just going to be us three. And that's cool. I'm glad the three of us could be here for that. But uh, I would love to see 64 remade because I'm not a huge fan of that game. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, just that done up with HD. Like, if it looked like Odyssey but played, like, 64, you know, like, I just want to see what that is. But I feel like... yeah. For the general populace, like I people would hate that. That's going to be the the biggest bombshell for for people of like hit or miss, whether they're going to love it or hate it. Um, Yeah, I feel I feel like those that really love Super Mario sixty four and like found out that was getting remade, they'd be like, no, I don't, I I don't want it. I feel like I I, I know at least some people that would really love to see it. Um, Yeah, I think I think there'd be I think there there would be a gradient to it, but I definitely agree that like I think there would definitely be some you know just I think a lot of Nintendo fans. Yeah, like there's a lot of yeah. Nintendo fan purists that are would just be like, this is this isn't you can't do the half a press to do the jump slam like, and they'll start complaining because it's you know like you said like, like they probably just ma- like made this game more or less in kind of Odyssey's engine or something like that. I would like love that. that. But so I, I, would, I would, yeah. yeah, I'm with you on that 100. Like I'd be way in on like a 64 that looked that good and just you know Runner played that played that smoothly. HD, yeah, but yeah, I'm in. Yeah, like I've. I feel like, yeah, I, I don't like. I definitely don't think that uh, everyone would hate it, but I think that like there would definitely be. Um, I think the majority of people would be like that were that grew up on Super Mario sixty four and like still like really cherish that game. Like like if like I think that if it was announced, like I don't think Blessing would, uh, for example, would be one hundred percent on board with it. I think he'd be like definitely have his reservations. Yeah, because uh, I know that like, he talked play. about it yeah. on leaderboards and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. like, it's also just comparative, like, you know, how would we feel, me and you, Alex, feel, like, if Kingdom Hearts, the original Kingdom Hearts was being remade? Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, 
I yeah, totally. like for me, I would be happy about it because the one thing that kills that game for me is its movement and stuff like that. How old it and feels. if they brought the <laughs> yeah, but I th- I feel like you would be more like ah, I don't know if I really need this. Like you know, I I, I still like it for what it is, and like I you know it it, it, it you know you'd be more. I feel like you would be more hesitant. Maybe yeah. I'm completely wrong. No, but I, I, you're you're not wrong. I I think I would. There would be you'd have to prove how that game is going to feel like you'd have to show me how it's going to feel but i'd definitely mm-hmm. be open to it um mm-hmm. man it would be yeah. crazy yeah. if they remake kingdom hearts one i thought about because i recently reflected their franchise but boy that'd what, be if, cool. what yeah. if what if what if what if they kingdom hearts one remake switch sw- on switch kingdom hearts 1.0 hd remake <laughs> And it's, Rem- <laughs> it's just 1.0. It's not like anything weird, too. It's just like... Ari, do- Ari colon make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, sign me up, Nomura. Yeah, Come I'm to my in. house yeah, and yeah, beat me Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, would, I, that would be in. Th- I was going to say, if they end up doing like a ground up, hey, we're going to make Mario 64 look amazing, um, but keep it the same, you know, the same levels. Obviously, people cherish those levels yeah. and everything probably mm-hmm. add new stuff i would bet um kind of like how the ds version was um but if they if they did that and they don't have any plans to remake ocarina of time i'd be pissed that's all <laughs> well, I'm well i think i think the main reason we potentially getting some of this is because this year is the 35th anniversary of mario i think that's what a lot of people were also yeah say that was time to old too. He's old. Give Mark, us Mark another super. Uh, <laughs> give us another uh, Super Mario Strikers. God damn it! Ooh, it's I the mean, best I Mario guess, sports dude. game. Strikers it is the best is Mario sports. The game. most competitive yes. Mario sports game you will ever dude. play. It's really good. I can't. It's good. Didn't it get like? Didn't it get like a DS? No. Or got, was it just like a, a sports Wii, one? Wii there's another. There's a Weaver. There's like I think that was like Strikers Supercharged or Strikers something. Charged. Strikers Charged. Oh, that's what it was. okay. Yeah, it was on, yeah no. It's like I, I can't believe they didn't make another one. It, like uh, a did they, proper. Did, the, did in both of those games, I, I I owned. I only had the GameCube one, and I can't remember. They were definitely. They definitely had like an edge to them. Obviously, and that's that was good. Did Waluigi do a cross chop in both of them, or was it just yeah in both the of them? Can well, confirm okay. both. Yeah, game great. Okay, good. <laughs> it, it is part of his brand forever now. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, Mike is like, I, I feel like you're the biggest Strikers fan I've ever met. But yeah, uh, yep. you're you're speaking to friends here. If they even if they just did that first Strikers and like we're gonna put it on Switch, one hundred percent online multiplayer. You know, like go out. One hundred percent. How about how about, how about the, how about this? How about this is what I'm just gonna throw out. And okay. Ninten- Nintendo, please come and listen. Everyone, yeah, oh. everyone at after they listen to this episode at Nintendo on this tweet for this thing, how about you trash whatever you, whatever three D Mario collection you're doing right now, <laughs> yeah, and do a Mario sports game collection that is just like Strikers, uh, the the one it, the baseball NBA Street the, Volume Three, yeah, the base <laughs> the Mario ba- characters, the baseball yeah, one, the baseball one that was oh. also very fun on uh, GameCube. Yeah. that too yeah, yeah that um really the baseball one was really good yeah um there was and also make them also also you don't need to you don't need to hd a golf one just make a new mario golf and then yeah and then just put them all in a collection and then <laughs> yeah they haven't made like good mario and tennis games in a minute and like yeah, but man. then they still have uh they, they have uh strikers and the baseball one and both of those were great the last entry so yeah, make more of those great I will, I will say that the the golf uh, Mario Golf that was on 3DS was actually very good. 
because yeah, uh, it, it, it had online and it was very it was actually very fun oh really okay i heard like mixed things about that one yeah it, it, it was it was a okay. thing where the um there, there was like some like weird like dlc stuff with it i think that's what the issue was but like it was it was i thought it was it was very fun online because you could like uh you know there was all kinds of taunts you could do and there's like all kinds of different modes like there was like a there was like traditional just golf ass golf you could play but then there was also like a like almost like mario kart mode where you could hit the golf ball into like item blocks that were like around courses and then they would like turn into like wacky mario items where like if it hit one your ball could come out as a bullet bill and then it would just like fucking fly across like half the map or something like that or it or you could like do like a lightning and like it would affect other players and like there was a whole bunch of you know there's like boost pad like mario kart boost pads on the tracks so you like hit your golf ball mm-hmm. to like aim at one and it'll like shoot it across it was it was like really like just like they, they just kind of like went silly and crazy with it in a cool way but still had like you know like hey if you just want to play some normal ass golf like the previous games kind of were like you could still kind of do that and also okay so yeah cool. so like it, had, it had both and like it, it was it was really fun and like uh it also just had like like the previous ones that were cool where like you started with like the basic like here's the grass course and like here's like a like a beach course but then you could unlock like the cool like mario themed ones like here's bowser's castle and here's like oh, a mushroom cool. kingdom with like all like peach castles in the background there's mushrooms everywhere it's, yeah, it's it, that one. I forget the specific name of the 3DS one, but it was good. Yeah, I really hope that the next Mario Kart goes back to double dash mechanics. Please, like we, please, I just, please, uh, if you're listening, right. more, Nintendo. This, please. This, this, this is this is where I can't I can't jump on board with you. I was on board with what? everything else, and like d- double dash is. I like the tracks in double dash, but like I like the the tracks in double dash, and I like like the cool items, like the special unique the items, items and the, the characters yeah the but like items. real but like really like and besides that like double dash is still just kind of like mario how mario kart 8 is where like you could have two items in mario kart 8 and like it it acts the same as I, like double dash it's does. not the same it's not the same <laughs> I, I i understand where you're coming from because i i like mario kart 8 and i it is like, yeah mario, mario kart 8 of, is my personal like favorite mario kart it, it's it's superseded double dash in a lot of ways but there is for me but there is a lot of what there's a lot of heart and, and charm in Double Dash that that I I miss. I will I would encourage you to check out um, Gerard the Completionist. Uh, he did a, a mm. Double Dash episode with Xavier Woods. It's it's very good, and I, they yeah. capture I think what I like about Double Dash the most in the in that video. Totally. Um, but yeah, I, you know I I'd love to just see it, even just like a Double Dash HD port. I, I think would be cool. Sure. Um, uh, but you know the. Uh, the I, real, like, the real best Mario HD collection would be like basically every just, 3D just, Mario and every Mario spinoff, you know, like yeah, yeah, throw it all in one thing. I would, yeah, like I, I, I think as far as Mario Kart goes, I would love to just see like a new Mario Kart, and they just do like Mario Kart Ultimate. Yeah, basically like do Mario Kart Ultimate with something from everything, including yeah, like, like just a double like, dash mode, and yeah, you know. like yeah, like have like maybe like yeah, just double dash mode, like a whole bunch of returning tracks and. You know, doesn't have to be a lot of new stuff. Like even I was like, and just have like, you know, make it like an on, like an ongoing game. That I I think like Mario Kart's like the best game to like it make sell so well. Make it's like, like it, some ongoing thing because I would I would play the the, the, the hell out of it because like I so I put hundreds of hours into Mario Kart Eight when it came out on Wii U. Yeah. So, so do you think? Do you think that Nintendo being Nintendo will do like something where this will 
I don't remember like the last time a game has done this or a collection has done this, but like they'll you know they'll announce some sort of collection, and there'll be like a like a an extremely limited oh so, uh, maybe something like how Fire Emblem Fates oh. did 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 with theirs where like there'll be an extremely limited amount where you can get all these games on one cartridge for like more, but still like you'll save more money overall than buying them all separately. You think that they'll, that they'll do something Nintendo ass shit like that. I think they'll where just it'll be do, like, Oh, I think this will turn out similar to what you're saying, but I think it'll just turn out to be Mario all-stars two or Mario all-stars 3d is probably what they would call this. Yeah. Right? Something like that. Um, and I think, Maybe that they like because like I I see this realistically as being sixty four Sunshine Galaxy, um, no Galaxy two because Nintendo is, is weird. Three uh, yeah, D World will be its own separate thing because it'll get deluxified. But maybe like if you buy that special version, you get Galaxy two and one other thing or something like that. Um, and then those things will become available as add ons later on for that thing. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. Nintendo's getting better about doing season pass and DLC and stuff like that. Like they're they're definitely way you know you can expect those kinds of things from their big first party games where for a long time at, before you couldn't. So it's very possible. I just it's hard to know what this is going to take shape because we've also we've also heard like Thousand Year Door HD rumors and we have also heard like other uh, HD port rumors that you know like is it going to be a part of this? Are they going to be separate? Are they all going to come out near each other or? with months between each other you know we don't know yet yeah because i don't think that there's i don't think we're gonna get any major nintendo title like during the fall i think it's gonna be a lot of remasters and ports and stuff like that like i think we might get bayonetta 3 this holiday but like i don't think there's nothing else i can really think of that i could see coming out this year yeah. yeah, I was gonna say like it probably it, like yeah, I would say like major like first party Nintendo games. I, I definitely agree. Like I don't think we're gonna see like I think like this new two D Metroid uh would be a good one and then like the three D Mario collection would be like a good I think holiday game. Uh totally. and I think another game I think potentially that um I I should have probably don't have to really talk about too much because there was like a brief tease uh recently for No More Heroes three. Yeah. Um, but oh, okay. I but that was slated for this year, so I could see that being falling somewhere in the fall. But like like you said, like I personally love No More like No More Heroes games, but it's not like a it's not like a big AAA game that it's they're gonna. They're, it's, a, yeah, it's not it's not the game that they're gonna like tentpole their freaking holiday same season on. Of, of Bayonetta three though, you know, like yeah. that's a that is a huge game for them, but not necessarily a huge game for everyone. So, but I think that's gonna do really yeah. well. It's gonna do a lot better than Bayonetta two did, and. And I think that is going to sell some switches. So yeah, we'll see. And, and I think I think another another big part, like you said, like Nintendo has gotten more on kind of like, you know, even though it doesn't necessarily feel like it compared to like some of the games, some of like the big games as service games that are out there. Um, but I feel like Nintendo can also kind of coast on some of the stuff they have. Like there's more Smash DLC for the rest of this year. There's a, a Pokemon uh, DLC, which we'll actually get into in a second with as our next news item. And also, like Animal Crossing, like Animal Crossing, there'll be events you know, for the rest of the year, oh, presumably. Yeah, and like that'll that'll peak. That's gonna keep Crossing a lot. Of, it's gonna keep a lot of people huge. occupied. It's they're gonna support that game for at least two more years. Yeah, yeah like Animal a Crossing is bigger than anything that we're talking about here today. Is it's true. Yeah. Like, even if a Mario HD collection came out, I don't think it would sell as well as Animal Crossing has. Oh no! And, oh no! And, like Animal Crossing is like approaching Mario Kart. You know, it, it's like it's in that. 
crazy tier. So yeah, yeah Nintendo's going to be just, yeah. just fine. <laughs> yep, totally. Yeah. Even if we don't necessarily see a lot of new games from them, you know, we know at the very least we've got something like as big as Breath of the Wild 2 on the yes. horizon sometime. So like, you know, I have plenty to be excited about. So hopefully we do see stuff like a new 2D Metroid, a reimagining of 3D World for everyone that missed it on Wii U because it's yeah. a game that deserves your time. Um, this Paper Mario, which will hopefully be great, and then yes. stuff like Bayonetta and, and No More Heroes. Like, that's a pretty good back half of the year, um, in addition to Fire Emblem DLC, Smash DLC, and Animal Crossing updates. So. Yeah. But uh, we'll but Alex O'Neill, mm-hmm. that, that stuff, and Cameron, who's also here. <laughs> all, the stuff sound, okay. all the stuff sounds great. But it is pretty far away still. The fall, yeah. considering it's t- we're on twenty twenty time, the fall is is as might as well be like like ninety five years away. Uh, but God knows what's gonna happen between then and now. Exactly, exactly. But uh, we do know one thing that is out next, literally out next week, and that is the first expansion for Pokemon Sword and Shield, the Isle of Armor, uh, which they just dropped a, like a kind of like a a trailer for. Um, not too long ago that kind of gave us a uh, it was a cool trailer but like it didn't do the best on like detailing the more specifics it just kind of showed you more stuff but uh, there's really good uh, if you want to if you were kind of confused by the trailers I recommend going just directly to the the Sword and Shield the Pokemon website because they have a much more better breakdown of like hey here's here's what's in the Isle of Armor hey here's some mm-hmm. stuff and what's in the crown tundra which is the second expansion later this year uh which they do detail a pretty decent amount for both uh on the those pages so i grabbed these and let me also open these links just to make sure i got all the correct information for y'all because i'm gonna break it down here for you as well because there's like of course they've already announced before when they first revealed these that like hey each 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 expansion is gonna have a bunch like some new Pokemon that are like new Galar region Pokemon. Like they like you know there there's even one they already added in, which is uh, Galar Slowpoke. Um, you know, and then they showed like some some of the starters from the original starters, and some of the legendaries are also getting Galar forms in these DLCs. Um, and there, but also on top of all those, there's a bunch of returning just regular Pokemon that weren't in the base Sword and Shield game. I think they said like roughly each. DLC is going to have a hundred Pokemon. That's going to be a mixture of all of those. And like, we don't know the full breakdowns yet, but there's, they've kind of pictured some in the trailer and there's some also featured on these pages, uh, which is very nice. Uh, So there's the Pokemon. There's a bunch of like quality of life features that are honestly, personally for me um, on how I like to play Pokemon games as I play a lot more, I kind of like replay them with like new teams uh, over and over again. Like this, and also I'm somebody who likes to collect and capture all the Pokemon more so than like getting into like the super competitive uh, side of Pokemon. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff in here that makes me very happy. And the main thing I want to bring up uh, that they is going to be in the Isle of Armor is there's a new a new thing like a new feature called Max Soup, and it's like a new kind of like you know they had you had the camps. Uh, in Sword and Shield, where you could like kind of feed Pokemon currency, like this is like uh, you get you can get rare ingredients again uh, from like they haven't said specifically what you're doing, but I'm assuming it's like from doing battles in the Isle of Armor and whatnot. Uh, but basically, uh, when you uh, do when you have a max soup, uh, create that it's a special dish you can create. You can essentially uh, have a Pokemon. Uh, you can feed that to a Pokemon, which then um, gives them the ability if 
if they have a Gigantamax form, they can then uh, have that Gigantamax form. Because right now, how it works, uh, the only way to get certain Pokemon that can Gigantamax is through uh, like the rare dens in the wild area. So you'll see uh, dens that have these giant purple beams of light that shoot out of them. Uh, and that has a chance to be uh, a Gigantamax Pokemon, uh, depending on which like den it's from. So like they're they're kind of they're very rare and kind of a pain to try and get because also you have to beat them mm. and catch them, and you know sometimes you can't find groups to uh, battle them. So it was kind of it was kind of frustrating when I was playing and trying to catch or catch all the Pokemon and try and collect some of the G Max forms. So it was really nice to see. Them just being like, yeah, here's here's this thing. You can if you have this Pokemon already, you can make him into a G Max Pokemon. Uh, so I, I greatly appreciate that as somebody who's crazy about collecting Pokemon. Yeah. Um, it's it's cool, and and I didn't even know we talked about this already, but I, I didn't even know that you could not Gigantamax like unless you had caught it as a Gigantamax thing, it yes. couldn't do that. So so, so. It, on top on top of that, you can't even breed a Gigantamax Pokemon either. Like like oh, even if you, wow. if you if you get a Gigantamax Pokemon like you catch it that's the one you have like you can't you can't breed it into a Gigantamax so now having a way to just like make a Pokemon Gigantamax able is very nice uh, yeah uh, on because t- on top of that they have shown in this Isle of Armor a whole bunch of Pokemon are getting new Gigantamax forms uh, specifically the Sword and Shield starters. Uh, are all getting Gigantamax forms, which are all, in my opinion, all three of them are actually pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. If you guys haven't seen them, like uh, Inteleon, who's the water star, gets like a he gets like a big sniper tower. Yeah, that one's really and, like, cool. He, he has like a water, like a sniper rifle made out of water. Um, Cinderace has like, this, like giant flaming kind of soccer ball, mm-hmm. and like her uh, the, and they're like her like uh, like rabbit ears almost become like like wings almost. It's pretty wild. Um, so those look pretty cool. Um, they also, uh, showed in this new trailer, uh, that, uh, everybody's, you know, favorite, the can the Kanto, the Gen 1ers are getting theirs, uh, that we're getting the other, um, you could get, uh, just Charmander in base sword and shield after you beat the game, but in, um, <clears throat> in Isle of Armor, now you're also gonna be able to get, the uh, Squirtle and Bulbasaur, and then those will also be, G- their, uh, their evolved forms, Blastoise and Venusaur, also have G-Max forms, and that's super cool. And they also both look super dope. Like, Blastoise is like a giant war warship on his back. Yeah. <laughs> really cool. Uh, what, what's the big attack that he has? Oh, uh, right. It's, uh, it's G-Max he... Cannonade. <laughs> yeah, it just unloads all the cannons. He's back. <laughs> it's re- it does, like, damage over time to non-water types. It's, like, so yes. crazy. Yeah, it, uh, it, it looks really cool. Um, I really like the, I really like those designs. Yeah, I like them too. They're they're cool. Um, um, the one thing I I'm not a huge fan on is how they're introducing region form legendaries. Really? Like, cause I know. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan of like, cause cause I I like. I'm not a big. I, I wasn't a big fan of the like alone forms. Like, I get like I get it. It was just one of those things like. I don't know. I, I I wish it was just something that maybe if it was something that was introduced a lot earlier on in the Pokemon franchise, mm-hmm. I'd have been more okay with. But I feel like okay, so it's seventh gen, and now there's like these like there's these like region forms of things, and like 
it's just like I know that legendaries technically aren't one of a kind and and stuff like that, but but thinking them as such makes them more special. Just, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. That's saying, how, yeah. but that's how, but that's how I see them. Totally. Even though I know that's not the case, so it's just like really, there's like a Galarian version of like the legendary birds now. Like uh, I don't know, it's uh, like they look cool. Like they definitely look cool, but yeah. just like the concept, yeah, of the, it, con- just, the concept like, of it, like, I'm, like I'm yeah, really it's, it's huge to me. Like it makes like yeah having the those those pokemon a little less special on on top of like mm-hmm. there's are they like they have in- introduced a bunch of new legendaries um in this in this region that don't really have this or anything like that yeah um, and then like yeah well, there, there are two new reggies now i'm just like that doesn't make sense right. <laughs> yeah, what, where, where, okay. where were they before yeah i yeah. that that definitely i think that sticks out to me more the the reg electric and the reg dragon or whatever yeah uh yeah. right reg drago excuse me Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, I like the the regional form stuff has like been my personal favorite new thing in Pokemon. Period. Probably any point since they've been doing new stuff, um, like you know baby forms to Mega Evolutions to Gigantamax to regional forms is definitely I think my favorite thing that they've done. Just because I like the designs, I feel like every regional design Pokemon is so cool. Um, so like I I just love the designs of the Legendaries. So I like seeing mm-hmm. them redesigned in a really cool way and i think these three in particular are cool but i get it yeah that that makes a lot more sense to me of like these were special these were like the guardians of this this one area i always think of like pokemon the movie 2000 of how like yeah then we finally get to see zapdos articuno and moltres and you know they're like the guardians of lugia or whatever yeah um it's it's, it's it takes a little bit away from that that austere. Yeah, and, and, I, and I definitely agree with that because that's like that was always a personal thing going on. Now that I'm letting this be a tangent on an age old thing of a lot of people wanting a Pokemon MMO, mm-hmm. and I like I just like never got down with that idea because from a similar concept, right? Of like if you if you take it in the, the I guess like Pokemon like in the more liter- literal sense of an MMO of like having a raid battle, like it would have been the most conflating thing ever to like go into the cerulean cave for the first time in an mmo to like go fight mewtwo and then there's just like 20 people standing around him like trying to like (laughs) raid it like raid a raid or like oh i'm going to afk hold on is everyone raid ready and and, like all those things in the chat where like they're standing around this like legendary mewtwo just chilling it's like man this like this kind of deflates everything so like i definitely I i definitely i definitely get that vibe I would totally say though, like that could work if it was like specifically you could play a game with three other people, a Pokemon right. game with three other people. Co-op, and, and, right? and, and like, yes, and that's and that's pretty much seems to be more or less uh, what they're going to be doing in the second expansion, which is the Crown Tundra, which is out in the fall. They didn't really they didn't give us any specific dates on that, but they did give us more beat details um, that are their uh, new feature in the town, uh, Crown Tundra. I have the page up here. Explore Pokemon Dens in Dynamax Adventures. Team up with three other trainers to go on a Dynamax adventure. You'll be able to venture into Pokemon Dens and maybe even run into Dynamax Pokemon. If you do encounter a Dynamax Pokemon during your exploration, you'll need to work together with your teammates in max raid battles. You'll get a chance to catch a Dynamax Pokemon for your team if you triumph in the battle, but you'll be kicked out of the den if you lose. I love this. So basically, this is the thing I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah. So it seems like it is kind of like a co-op, like go into a cave and run around, and then you you can run into max den Pokemon. But it also seems like there will be 
as you get deeper into the dungeon, you'll have more chances of running into like legendary Pokemon and other things like that. Um, So like, I like this. I like, yeah, like you said, I like this concept more of like, it is just like a group of like four trainers going in and fighting Pokemon rather than than, like anything Mm -hmm. else like that. And then the other thing, which they hadn't really said before, which is kind of a cool thing, which is like the Galar. It's uh, another thing in the crown tundra is the Galarian star tournament. Uh, which it says, once you progress far enough into your venture in the Crown Tundra, you'll be able to participate in the Galarian Star Tournament held in the city of Winden, which is like the like end game city where the weird like the elite or like the final like uh, tournament happens in Sword and Shield. Uh, you'll battle with various trainers you meet in Pokemon Sword and Shield, but not just as opponents. You'll also be able to pick a teammate and tackle the tournament together. And then it has like screenshots. Cool. Yeah, it has like screenshots of like you and hop teamed up or like you and Marnie like going against like the, the various gym leaders and stuff. But it seems like it's like a cool like team battle sort of thing that you can do in that. Like cool another do like that with another player as well. I yeah. might not be able to but Yeah, it didn't say specifically, but yeah, that would that would be cool if that's a thing in there. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, like you said, it's yeah, so that that expansion is next week. We'll definitely probably get more deeper into that in our next episode. Uh, of a trip to Nintendo Land, so I'm yeah. excited. To, once we played it, once we played it, so I'm looking forward uh, to What's, that. Cam, of the the new Pokemon in Sword and Shield, what is your favorite? Just the new ones. Of the new ones, mm. I would challenge you to not to pick a starter if if it is that. But yeah. um, here's the here's the thing: you. like I didn't really. So my team, when I finished, I really didn't. Uh, I, like half my team were like legit Kanto like Kanto Pokemon. <laughs> I had, like I, I, I had I, I had my Hitmonchan. I had I, I had my starter. I had Hitmonchan. I had Jolteon. Nice. I had Ninetales. Nice. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. Ninetales, which I want to say earlier is like uh, about the about the regional uh, Pokemon. Like Alolan Ninetales is like probably like in my top ten favorite Pokemon for sure. I, I think, yeah, I think that's a really gorgeous Pokemon. Um, I would probably say, is it, uh, it's a grass Pokemon. It's probably, um, I, th- I just, no, it's, uh, Elder, Eldegoss. El- Eldegoss. Eldeg- yeah. Eldegoss. Eldegoss. I like, I like Eldegoss. I just like that. Just, like, cause with me, like, I just kind of like, I don't really care about like strength or like, like, like or, or like how I, it's all by like design for me, mm-hmm. like just how they look. So. Um, I thought Eldegoss looks really cool. Um, really simplistic, but like really cool. Um, I liked the the Corgi because I Yamper, love Corgis. Yeah, Yamper. Yeah, Yamper's cutie. Yeah. Um, Yamper yeah. is a ten out of ten Pokemon according to the Pokemon ranking committee. It's true. <laughs> yeah, Yamp- Yamper. Yamper's definitely a cutie. Yeah. Big agree. <laughs> yep. Yeah, cool. We're we're all big That's fans of Yamper here for sure. Yeah, yeah but this yeah. this DLC is exciting again. Like. You know, they, they said it in like a previous thing, but like DLC consists of like two big new wild areas. So I'm pretty excited to just like see see the, the Pokemon company as they continue to like figure out where they want to take Pokemon. That Now it's on console game. That's on a console on the Nintendo Switch. And now it's like a, obviously a much more powerful thing than all the handhelds they've been on previously. So I'm curious to see just kind of like, you know, when they when they they're making new wild areas. And I want to see how they kind of continue with that idea of making a more open Pokemon game. It's yeah. that's just exciting to me. Yeah, and, and, and we like I'm very curious where 
because it seems like this this DLC expansions will replace whatever a two or a you know, uh, yeah. third iteration. The third game, yeah. Um, so yeah. assuming that maybe we get a, a year off between this and what's next, or, or maybe we get another Let's Go game next year or something. Yeah, like a, Let's Go Jodo. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's Go, let's go Jodo. Jodo would be cool. I, I, I'd personally be in for like a Gen 4 remake also. Yeah, that, that, that one hasn't been remade. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I would, I would love to see you know black and white remade, but uh, that too. Oh no, thank you. Oh. No, thank oh, you. You don't like black and white? Black and white is by far the worst Pokemon games to me. Oh, oh wow! I hate, I hate Unova. I hate that's my like that's my there's favorite Pokemon game. No fucking way. <laughs> the the first black and white. Yeah. I like black and white. What? I like black and white two as well. Black and white two is great. Black and white two is great. But I despite despite the. Like I think Unova is very forgettable, and I think a lot of the Pokemon in Unova are forgettable. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I, I don't know. I liked the just being able to play through a game with 150 fresh Pokemon and and not knowing what was next. And I also like the the story of Black and White a lot. Um, that, 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 that that's fair. That's fair about the just like straight up. It was all like, new Pokemon. For, and you're for, not like, really run. I really got burned by um, the Ruby Sapphire generation. Like that that me one didn't too. connect with me at all. Um, oh what yeah i know a lot of people like it um what hoenn is amazing but i just didn't did not like it at all uh didn't like the world didn't like the map didn't like the pokemon what yeah. uh, I, I oh my same. god like, i i, I like I, I didn't like the world and the map and like some of the story stuff and like that that I like the story that, uh, i think that was just like i think that got to like i think the like Obviously, they've they've continued it in every Pokemon game. But but for me, like as the guy that doesn't really like Pokemon that much, uh, and I'm like honestly, the the most recent two Pokemon's have gotten me more into Pokemon than any of them, even Black mm-hmm. and White. Even though that I, I still really like those games. As someone who's like, I just want something fresh, like a fresh new set of Pokemon. I want to play through a game and, and kind of have that same magic I did the first time of like every time I see something that's new. Yeah. Um, and that mixed with. Like N as as the villain and and or is like not necessarily the villain but the the kind of antagonist and the whole like Pokemon shouldn't be slaves type type thing uh, I really liked uh, but Black Two I probably it's safe to say like more that's like the only Pokemon game I did everything in I caught all the new Pokemon in that game I did all the post game stuff uh, I got Pokemon to level ninety nine I beat like Cynthia and, and all of like the extra strong challenges at the end uh, Black Two but yeah I'm. For yeah, for me, like um, I think that, like specifically the first two, but I could even also consider the first three generations of Pokemon as like the golden age of Pokemon. Yeah, I really, I really like Ruby and Sapphire, and um, I think just after after it gets to Diamond and Pearl, it's just like there's some there ever and ever since there's just Diamond like something there's something prime my least favorite. <laughs> Never oh. mind, you're right. There's the, there's just something there's something missing um in the dna of pokemon games since then uh for me and like yeah pokemon crystal is like my third favorite game of all time yeah uh, Crystal's so it's good. The, so good. it is it is in my favorites p- of all time that generation yeah as, um, as the third brother of or the the third of three my brothers would both get the first two and then i would wait a couple years and get the hand-me-down third version or so it, mm-hmm. you would think hand-me-down but it would have all the cool stuff in it so like i played yellow yeah. and crystal and i was like this is the best <laughs> yeah no yeah crystal yeah crystals like pokemon uh, pokemon crystal is the reason why like i'm a i'm a gamer so like um but yeah since then it, it's just like and i think car gold and soul silver were like Phenomenal remakes, yes. and I think that they're arguably the best. Yep, I've never played games them. on I the really game on the DS. I agree. Like that, I'm understanding with you. Like I think they're 
Yeah. They were like the best. They're like the best of the old Pokemon and like at least the best of the yeah. new at that, like at the time those games came best out. Best of the remakes type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're I've never played the yeah, best of and like I, everything. Like, and I, I, I still love those games. Um, yeah, Hargold, you, you could say Hargold and SoulSilver is like, are like literally the best remakes of any video game. Yeah. Like, you, um, I while I still that. like Crystal more just for the old school art style and music and things like that, like just that type of experience that you only get like from those Game Boy Color games. Um, yeah, I think that Heart Gold Soul Silver are like ten out of ten remakes. Yeah. Um and uh you know, uh that like and, and and I know that like something and that was like the the bit that like kind of proved to me that it was something about the wor- like the world of Johto that like made it that made that generation so special, not just like something else regarding the games, because you know, I wasn't huge into Pokemon after Hoenn, but then when the remakes came out, like it felt like I was just back at home. Like it felt yeah. like, you know, everything just was there again. And then, and then it, we got to, uh, you know, uh, Unova moving forward. And I was just like, it's gone now. Like that spark, like, I don't know what it is. It's just, it's just not there. And I think, I think it's just like with, uh, Johto specifically the, the war, like, that game is just so memorable from a story aspect, yeah. like of all the places you go and all the things that you can do that like, I just haven't experienced in a Pokemon game since like, I, like I just finished shield and I could not tell you like what I did throughout that story. Yeah. Like I, I really couldn't sure. tell you. Yeah. But so I don't know. I get that. It's, it's always like, you know, Pokemon's the, the, of many very, very big video game franchises. It's always the one that I play a lot of, but I don't really have any full affinity to mm-hmm. um until recently you know like uh the let's go pikachu got me like more into pokemon than like any of them have in the past few years like i played all of x and y don't remember anything about it um mm-hmm. uh, and I, I couldn't get into sun and moon at all um and so that that let's go just being like a remake and, and going back to the original and, and loving it again and then crescendoing yeah. into shield which yeah. I, I played all the way through and i was like oh wow like i let's go really helped me appreciate some of the things about this that i i wouldn't know or i didn't think i would so yeah and, I, and like for for me for pokemon generation wise like I, i'm pretty much 100 with cam like gen 2 is probably still my favorite and probably like the main reason i'm doing dumb video game content like this um <laughs> but i would say like the where i differ is like I fell off pretty hard at Gen 3 of just, like, I think it was the world and, like, just how I like to play Pokemon games of, like, I, uh, I like to I like to cap- capture all the Pokemon every game. And then, then I then I go back and make, like, teams and <clears throat> and just, like, not necessarily from, like, competitive standpoint. I'm just, like, I just want to have these Pokemon in a team and how they work together and it's fun to, like, yeah. have this team and... Um, like, just, you know, that I think that also accounts to, like, how fun it is to replay the game. And like I just mm. think, jo- like Hoenn yeah. from a replay perspective, I just did not find very fun. Where, but then weirdly enough, um, when Diamond and Pearl and Platinum came out, I had I think I had that sense of like what Alex had because there was like a pretty I think wasn't it between like Gen three and four there was like a pretty big time gap. I know between one of the generations, yeah, three and four was uh, pretty yeah. Like big. I remember like between one of the generations, there's like a really big gap because I want to say like because because. 
because after ruby and sapphire was emerald and then fire right. red leaf green and then diamond and pearl and then so and then yeah platinum as well because like I, and i think when those came out i think that's when i had that reinvigoration that alex was talking about of like i'm in a new pokemon world and like i'm going mm. on to this first route and i'm just seeing nothing <laughs> but new pokemon and it's like new pokemon like like for like a lot like a majority of the there's like a lot of new pokemon in that game so i think I just that's where I found that reinvigoration again for being like, oh, yeah, I'm in this world and it's awesome. And look at all this stuff going on. Team Plasma, whatever. But like, look at all this other stuff. It's great. Um, yeah. I don't even think they were te- actually, Team Plasma was, I think, uh, black and white. I think that was Team Galactic was Gen yeah, 4. But Galactic. like, but again, like that's like like, again, some of what you said of like those like villainous teams, like all blur together for me in some regards because um, mm-hmm. it's they're like very samey. Um and then I was pretty, I was pretty much into those. And then uh, X and Y were after that. And I, I played a lot of, or no, yeah, it was Gen 5, which is Gen 5 I liked. Um, and then X and Y I actually liked a lot. That was probably like when I was like at peak Pokemon playing, honestly, just in terms of, because like, again, those Poke, those those were like the games, like super easy to replay. And like at that point you could trade Pokemon literally from Gen 4, Gen 5, from those remakes like you had like so so easy of access to all of the pokemon so like and yeah and those games i just had everything I, so it was like so easy to just like i'm just gonna mm-hmm. make a team out of these like from 600 pokemon so it was just super fun that's cool, uh, to yeah. play those games so that's yeah. why i was like super yeah, was in, a- in that generation <clears throat> Yeah, I was definitely, I was definitely gonna say that. Yeah, uh, I can understand your whole like the way you play Pokemon games about Hoenn because it, it it is kind of a pain in the butt to to get all the Pokemon yes. in in Hoenn. But I think that like the features like the beauty contest and like things like that that they yeah and, and, I, and, I, would, like, and I would say yeah. like double like the one thing they gave were double battles and that's like that's my favorite way to do Pokemon battles like yeah double battles I, battles. I, I love yeah, the, I double, love double battles du- so I I definitely yeah double battles are awesome and then just like i loved exploring underwater and stuff like that like yeah, i was cool. like oh too much water and stuff like that but like i think the way that that it was executed in the original not as well in alpha sapphire yeah. uh and omega ruby just like that it, it was definitely was the i think it did the best even more than johto about like just exploration sure um yeah i can see that, that but yeah you know, so I like i would like i would like that you know if uh, you have a game boy advance still or if you know once the uh analog you know that uh that is being made oh, yeah. i forgot who's making it you know maybe maybe give it a, maybe give it another shot mm-hmm. like I, I don't know like i feel like i feel like you're really missing out if you uh if you didn't uh fully i don't know just give it another yeah. shot i don't know maybe yeah, you maybe. like it more and, I, and I would say I, I, and then seeing with alex when like uh alola like when they went to sun and moon i, I fell off pretty hard with sun and moon I like the I like the Alolan stuff so much. I, yeah, I like just, I, I think the, I thought the, the f- setting did nothing. I didn't I didn't particularly like the thing I like because I actually did like Mega Evolutions in X and Y. Like I thought that was a fun conceit. Mm-hmm. I think like na- looking back on it now, I'm glad they they made changes to that kind of like some of the changes they made in Sword and Shield to like base like Gigantamax and Dynamaxes are kind of uh, like make work around of Mega Evolutions, and I I like that they changed it up but i didn't i didn't really like the z the z move stuff as much just because like it it could have been done it better could, it, yeah it could have like, done it could have been done it, better and like i am kind of a, a pokemon purist in that like i you know yes every single game is collecting eight gym badges and like i appreciate them trying something uh new with that with like a different story in mm-hmm. the trials but like i think some of that stuff just like 
was a slog and it took too long. Mm. And again, like I said, like I like making a new team of Pokemon and then like playing through the games over and over again, like with different teams. And like, like that game was like impossible to do that with because it was just like so slow and like not yeah. like fun to do that with. So I was just like, I'm skipping this game. And then Sword and Shield, I yeah. like a lot. Yeah, I, yeah. Sword and Shield is definitely my favorite Pokemon game since since mm-hmm. Hoenn, uh, I would say. Um, but uh, one thing that I do want to mention regarding uh, Sun and Moon that I thought that was just like so funny is just like just how stupid the gym tri- the trials were yeah. to fight the uh, the leader. Like there was one that I vividly remember because me and my friend who loves Pokemon like way more than I do. Like he makes he makes it look like I hate Pokemon. Um, <laughs> like that's how much he loves it. Like he uh, it's the fire challenge I think, and then there's like these Marowaks that are like doing the whole like yeah things I with the bones this. and yeah. the fire on the end. And it's just like you're trying. They do this little dance, and then you're trying to pick out what is what is different or what's wrong with the image, and it finishes. And there's just some random fucko in the corner of your screen with the stupidest, <laughs> stupidest ass grin, and it's, and then like when you when you tell him like, oh, there's a guy there, <laughs> the 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 response is like, what? How did you know that? Like yeah. they were so surprised about it. It's like he's it's like covering like a quarter of the screen, yeah, like, and he's on, in y'all. the corner with this stupid ass grin. <laughs> You just like YouTube it. Just YouTube that challenge this after yeah. it was. Yeah. It is hilarious. Yeah, those, those challenges were just like, some, like you said, like it was that one that was like dumb and like ha- like the other. There was one where it's like you're like surfing around, like, like through like the water pools and stuff, which was kind of just like, all right, this is kind of whatever. And just like that, that, that was the whole thing of those. They just they felt they they like felt more whatever than some some of like the like the basic super basic like gym puzzles that you have in previous games and like they're just so drawn out and just man that's yeah sun and moon was a bummer yeah if you want if you want this 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 is this is going to be my last thing on pokemon because we're we're going and i want to move on to our next topic but uh if you want if you want a pokemon experience that is not like just like all right go collect eight gym badges play Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness on the GameCube. Yes. yes. Am I right? Yes. That game is so good. The game's under, so underrated. Good. Gem. Like, underrated I, gem, in my opinion. When when I found out the Switch was gonna be a hand uh was gonna be a console, a proper con- like, you know, you can play it on a console, uh, you can consider it a mm-hmm. console. I thought they were gonna the next Pokemon game was going to be like a another type of like Pokemon Coliseum, right. Pokemon Gale of Darkness, mm-hmm. like that type of Pokemon game, and then it's just like eighth gen. I'm like, okay, that's that's cool, but I want that's what I want. I want like a side game that's like an RPG, you, you know? Yeah, that's an RPG, and like whatever your starter is, like it can be some random ass like starter that's cool, like because you know in Coliseum you had Umbreon and Espeon, and then in uh, Gale of Darkness you had Eevee, and then you would like quickly find some dude that. Yep had um a stone like you know you could choose which stone you mm-hmm. wanted and then you could choose what you wanted Eevee to evolve into and like uh I really hope that they do something like that again on the GameCube because those are like those are like some of the best Pokemon yeah. games in my yeah, opinion. I, I actually I haven't I, I do want to play Coliseum one day but I play I, I owned Gale of Darkness back in the day and I really love that game because it's just like it's just like a school it's like a, it's such an interesting like conceit and like again it is it is like you're catching Pokemon but like you're you're basically the whole the whole conceit is like there's an e, there's an evil team 
again, of course, but like they're basically making dark Pokemon and like they're making Pokemon evil and like you're going around essentially like taking the Pokemon from these horrible people to like purify them and save them from these people. So you're like battling people and basically just like taking Pokemon from them being like, no dude, you're not, you're not making like evil Pokemon. <laughs> like you're um, like, you're saving them. And, and like then from those Pokemon that you're saving from the battles, like you, you can then purify them and make them good. And then they can be on your team. And then you're making like a team out of it. And it was, it was, it was just really cool. And then like, you know, there was a whole bunch of legendary Pokemon and stuff you would fight towards the end. And like, so it was another cool way to like get a bunch of Pokemon that you couldn't necessarily get in some of the three DS games. Cause there weren't like, you know, those yeah. and stuff yet. Yeah. So it, it, was, cool. it was, yeah, it was a super cool game. It has its own story and its own characters. Uh, shout out, shout out to that. I forget what's his name. Something, something B like, you remember his name, Cameron, like the, like the, the, the groovy dancing guy. Yeah, like he has a big, oh. he has a big Af- it's, it's this dude, I forget his name. It's like, it's something B. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's I know like something you're talking about. Just like the letter B. And he's like this, he's like this white dude with a yeah, fro. He has like a big fro that's like red and white, like a Pokeball. And like, and you, yeah. you like randomly come across him and like, he has like his own theme and like, he's yeah. Mirror, mirror B. B. That's mirror what B what is his name. Was. Yeah. He, he's in that game. Yep. He's, yeah, that was dope. Cause it's always like, he looks ridiculous, but then you fight him and you're just like, Oh shit, this guy's actually like, I'm not fucking around sometimes in some of those battles. It was cool. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Alec, Alex, did you see the, the thing? Uh, I tried to find it. I searched uh, I, Marowak I have, Grin. <laughs> I couldn't find I, it. No, oh, I, uh, I I put it in the chat, and if you play it, it'll, it should start right where it happens. Okay, excellent. So, so you, and Mike, you can start yeah, the next thing yeah, that, if you want uh, really while good. Alex is watching uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> it just takes a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll move on to our next topic uh, where... Um, it is one, as we know, uh, coming up soon, we'll be getting our, our first DLC character from the second pass <laughs> of Smash characters. Uh, we just know it's from ARMS. But uh, Sakurai, in his recent column uh, that, he, that he does on Famitsu, uh, brought up uh, some facts and basically calling us out for being the, the, the thirsty Smash speculation <laughs> uh, people that we are here in the West. Um, so let me read the translation from specifically, this is from Nintendo everything. Um, their translation is, uh, I normally play a ton of games, but if people find out what kinds of games I'm playing, they have a tendency to start making a fuss over. Did Sakurai just confirm so-and-so for smash? These misunderstandings spread like wildfire, <laughs> particularly in countries abroad. I have huh. to be extremely careful so I don't write about what I'm playing on Twitter, and I have to decline appearing on TV shows or programs that highlight a specific game. I just want to see Sakurai make TV appearances now. Yeah, I know, right? This this poor man because get him on Good Morning these dumb Today. Peop- you know? These dumb people want like <laughs> whoever the fucking smash. I mean, we're also those people still. Um, yeah. But 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 still, like, I, I don't think we've ever gone to that extreme even on our own. Like you know, before before we don't before before we, the pre- you know, like before this but, Nintendo yeah. predecessor show, we had like a Smash uh, podcast that leading up to the release of Ultimate, and we definitely did some speculating and character pitching and stuff. But I don't think we ever went like, well, Sakurai was doing this on his Twitter the other day or something like that. Like, but there's definitely people who do that stuff, and it's like they just don't let let the man live his life. And I wanted to call those people out here too and go, hey. 
fucking stop. <laughs> fucking stop, y'all. Hey, everybody just, chill. Everybody like, chill. You know, it's, I, I, but I want, the thing is, like, I want the result of this to be Sakurai just cheekily tweeting out, like, wow, just finished Final Fantasy VII Remake. That Rufus fight, huh? Winky face. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, like, yeah if, if, yeah, if I was Sakurai, I would just, I would just post random yeah. shit just, yeah, to, just to get to, people yeah, to speculate, people. because if you're going to be an asshole <laughs> yeah. about it, then... He's then you know I'm gonna clap back and I'm gonna make you look like fools. Yeah, that actually really that, like honestly I would I would be all in on like Sakurai does some like cheeky and trolly stuff in like some of the Smash reveals and like they they kind of play into that stuff too because they know like a lot of people like it and it's, it is at the end of the day like it is fun but like also he loves surprising people. Yeah, the thing. I, th- like, I think it, that's, that's definitely always, that's what a it part is. of it for him. But like, I also you know, be way like, into that. I'm just like, guys, I'm so excited for the PS5. I'm replaying Mac One and Two. You guys are. <laughs> I just love these games. <laughs> I just love these games so much. Just, just trying to incite fires. Yeah. Everywhere. God, that'd be so awesome. Flex uh, on him. But yeah, like you know, Sakurai obviously likes his secrets, and and, and I think the the thing is like he might. But he might be saying this because like you know sometimes he probably does do that and he doesn't talk about those things so. He he tried like you know he was a huge fan of Persona Five right, right. And, that, and that was a huge reason why he wanted Joker in that game but it was also he loved the presentation of that game and and that's why he wanted to have a lot of those aspects in his character in Smash so yeah. like it is it is not untrue that sometimes he'll play things and get ideas for Smash but uh, obviously it's probably one in a million uh, and and you know I I feel like I've seen an interview right after Ultimate came out of like him saying, like, yeah, I like to play tons of games all the time. You know, like, it was, I think it was actually earlier this year when he was talking about, like, he, re- he replayed Fire Emblem, like, a bunch of times, uh, partly because he wanted to know, you know, more about Byleth and all that, but right. also because he just really likes Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the, the, the thing I think people just don't expect about Sakurai is that he plays a lot of games, and I, I think he just likes games a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's... it's always cool for me just to hear what games game devs are playing because usually they're very separate from what they're doing they just they have different takeaways than than we do um like hearing the uh the the guys that made ninja gaiden when they played the messenger uh, and like how they felt about the cloud step mechanic and all the all this stuff like i just think all that stuff is cool yeah uh and i, I like it when de- devs are able to get out on twitter and be like yeah i just played this or you know like Corey Bar- barlog tweeting about uh playing last of us part two or something you know it's like i think that stuff is cool um and it's a bummer that sakurai feels like he can't talk about yeah he can't just be plays. like yeah <laughs> look at look yeah, i've just been playing this game yeah and just gets kind of like bombarded with stuff so like <clears throat> I, I like I'm, I'm 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 excited for that for that day right like that'll be like a monumental day right when sakurai finally goes like i'm stepping down from smash y'all and then, and then it's just, then he's gonna, just, he's then he's, yeah, rest. then he's going to rest. And then he's just normal Sakurai. And then on Sunday, he rests. Yeah, then just like every, <laughs> every day is just going to be tweets from him playing like a million video games. And then everyone's going to be like, yay. Well, there's still going to be some dirtbags who are going to be like, oh, he's, 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 they're, they're obviously still talking to Sakurai, right? Because he's, so he's, he's obviously like telling, telling them what characters to put in and like, I feel like it'll, it'll be sad that like some some of it might not ever end, but like like one one day Sakurai will be able to rest. That's yeah, but one day. you know that's I, still for considering. This definitely feels like his last Smash game. I think yeah, I think uh, so too. 
what with him it has to be because there's never going to be a game like ultimate yeah. again like yeah. if there is another smash game it's going to be lesser than ultimate yeah. like it is that's just the reality like they barely got cloud back after getting him for smash 4 like i don't think there will really there would really be an issue with any of the other characters but like if you know if we're going to you know with with being able to bring all the entire cast from the previous games into one game if they can't continuously do that then it's just never going yeah. to happen. Yeah. Um, it's, not, it's never going to be like Smash Ultimate. Even though like I think that previous Smash games are better slash more fun, like there's no doubt that like the with Ultimate having all the characters, it is the d- definitive Smash yeah. game. Yeah. And and them like cleaning out just the right amount of bullshit that, you know, like the tripping and all, all the things that had accumulated over Brawl and Wii U and, and kind of cutting it down not all the way down to where what a, where it was with melee and and not necessarily streamlining it to that <coughs> level but getting it to a more accessible and competitive level and and then committing to balance changes and stuff yeah like this by the time we hit the final iteration of ultimate whether it be at the end of season 2 or if there are more characters after that um which there may or may not be we don't know but um then yeah, we're, we're that would be insane. That would be insane, yeah. and I would. Uh, I the thing is, I feel like, like Sakurai wants to hit a hundred, but <laughs> but I know yeah, like getting yeah. getting a sec like getting a second fighters pass alone was, yeah, was wild, surprised. but getting because yeah, because yeah, you know obviously season. obviously I wanted you know I want I want Sora and Sm- I want Kingdom Hearts representation in Smash. It doesn't even have to be Sora, but if it, if it's anybody, it's going to be Sora, right. obviously. Mm-hmm. So, but um. When they, you know, during the Game Awards, when we didn't know who, I don't think we knew, this was before we knew that Byleth was going to be in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I was just like, this is the time. Like, this has to be the time where they announced right. Sora. Like, how, like, if I was at this point, because I've waited since, like, basically Brawl to get Sora in Smash. I was like, if if it's not announced here... It's just, it's just not going to happen. Like we're, we're not going to get Sora in fight, Fighters Pass Two, and I still kind of feel that way. Like honestly, like you have to, at you this have point, to think that it's not going to happen for it to have any possibility straight. of actually happening. Though. Yeah. So I, I do it, get exactly. It. I do get it exactly because because I'm at this point now where like you know we can speculate as to who we think we're going to get. Um, but like we have five character slots le- left, and we know that we're going to get at least a Gen Eight Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're going to get another person from Capcom, whether it be like Dante or Monster Hunter. But like that's and like, you know, hypothetically, if that happens, that's three slots left. And I really don't know any other realistic first party Nintendo things. The one I always uh, come characters. back to is Paper Mario because I think that would be cool. But oh, that would be it would be cool. But God, that would be a waste of a yeah. slot. It would be a waste like, of a slot. And and. They would only do it if that character was like really, really cool mechanically, yeah. which they might. You know, like yeah. Sakurai's been out there trying to make really cool, complex characters. So, yeah. yeah, like the only character, like the yeah. only character that's like jumping out way to me, which like in some ways feels like the make the like the last, in my personal opinion, make a good character would be Gino, which like he's technically mm-hmm. like he's kind of a first party, but not really mm-hmm. a first party. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, it, but it's here's here's the thing, like if it's just like oh. It's either Gino or Sora. Like I'm sorry, yeah, I want yeah, Sora. I want Sora. Like, <laughs> like Gino is like I like I want Gino to be in the game for those that like really, really, really want yeah. Gino. I realistically don't think it's going to happen, but I want it to happen. But if it was like you know, if we found out that it was between those two, 
and it wasn't Sora that got picked, I would like be punching walls. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, I would be punching walls like freaking uh, Andy in the office, yeah. you know, yeah, like right. just yeah, just going at it. I, I the the for me it was like you know I can die happy because Banjo's in Smash, right? Like that honestly was the the last thing for me of like. Mm-hmm. Ever since the original Smash Brothers, that is the character I've yeah. made. Um, oh yeah, and and that that happened. Make good. It's the jolliest of vibes. Still the cutest looking character, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so now, yeah, like if it's Sora, it's like fuck yeah. If it's you know anything, I, any new third party character, I'm just gonna be so excited. Yeah, uh, a thing I wanted to ask you guys, just because I don't think it would be part of the Fighters Pass. I think they might throw this in additional, kind of like what Piranha Plant is. But do you think they would throw in any extra Echo Fighters in the midst of this? I'm trying to think who it, um, who it would yeah. be, though. You know what I mean? Uh, like, people throwing out, like, Proto Man or Base for Mega Man, which would be really cool. Um, people throwing out Zack okay. for Cloud, which would also be very cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. Um, but, like, I mean, they they were lucky enough to get Cloud back. I don't know. And that's the thing. That's, I was going to say, that's the thing that kind of sucks about Sora. It's like, man, I would love Sora, but I would love Riku even more. But they are do not have the same fighting styles whatsoever. So right. they would not be Echo Fighters. Yeah. He's, just, so. he's less recognizable to to people like people who aren't yeah exactly yeah and and i feel like if we got echoes up at this point i feel like they would be easier characters so i feel like it would just be somebody from like dixie kong for yeah like like, yeah dixie for diddy like yeah i I I would be down for all of those things like i I would be Mm -hmm. i think it'd be cool to see just a couple extra like yeah i don't i don't i I wouldn't but i I wouldn't see like a third party character getting an echo getting an echo would probably that, that would be my only thing is like i think it'd just be a Based Nintendo character like, um, per, like I know like a random out there one that I would really like. If we're going off on a Smash tangent, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> I would love it. I would just like a new Zelda <clears throat> character that's like kind of different from some of the characters we have. Because that like one of the champions. Yeah, maybe? like one of the champions would be cool. Um, even just like like just like kind of pulling a character from Zelda's history and just be like, yeah, here he is. Like I know there's like plenty. There's plenty of Zelda stuff on there. Like, but like yeah, like. Get, get, give Tingle a, a shot and make him wacky and weird but th- stuff. Or, no, yeah, like, like yeah, Zelda, one of the champions would be super cool. Zelda herself is really distinct, but I feel like, you know, there's then there's three links, Sheik and Ganondorf, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like the, there, the, I feel like you're right because there is such a swath of uh, Zelda characters, but I feel like, or, or Zelda playstyles and everything, but I feel like that just doesn't get represented in Smash because it's harder to, you yeah. know? But... Mm-hmm. I think that'd be cool, like Fierce Deity or something like that. Yeah, I, I'd, def- I'd definitely be. It'd be. Uh, I wanted super cool, like Young Link to be like Majora's Mask Link, where you can like, yeah, to like, transform into different forms like, and stuff. Yeah, no, that cool. that would be that would be that would have been super dope. Oh, the Jenny Pokemon thing. I before we forget the the best theory is that if it's a second Pokemon trainer, um, oh, we, I don't think we mentioned that but like if it was second pokemon trainer with like cyndaquil or like you know like with the johto starters oh my uh, god any, i would any, be like, so happy yeah. starters, I'd be fucking I, I, so I, I feel like i feel like i feel like it'd Absolutely. probably be like some gen 8 pokemon just because of the the, the turn times but even just like a new another yeah another pokemon trainer that would be like so cool i, I it'd be so cool just like, <laughs> like, like, definitely really cool. Like, I know, like the e- easiest pool, or like, since you know, it, it would probably, probably be something Jenny more than likely, just because, like, you know, that's usually how they, they always kind of pick the more recent stuff. 
um, would be like like different forms of the starters, but I would also love them to just like pick three completely different Pokemon. Like like yeah, here's like here's like Yamper, um, uh, like the the tea the teacup Pokemon, and like something like you know like the as the middleweight, and then like you know, I don't know like some other Pokemon as like a heavyweight that I'm losing. That I can't really think maybe of. like a dragon type or like one of the Apple evolutions or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There, there's yeah. a lot of cool, cool Pokemon ideas that they could do. Yeah. Um, I, but yeah, another Pokemon trainer would be the best Pokemon edition. I, anything other than that, I would be disappointed with yeah. at this point, honestly. Like, I think there's like some stars that like stand out in Jenny that would be cool. Cause they think is like, you know, the thing I like about like, obviously, yes, there's a lot of Pokemon in, uh, Smash already, but like they're all very distinct. Like I, 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 obviously, there's only Pikachu and Pichu, which are like the most similar ones. But, like every other Pokemon, I like Greninja is really unique. Yeah, Greninja is really uh, unique. Char's, Char, like Pokemon Trainer, all uh, three yeah, of those Pokemon guys Trainer. Are really uh, you know, Mewtwo's Mewtwo's really cool, and uh, Jigglypuff's obviously like classic and has a bunch of. I feel like Lucario is the one that people consider the most like milk toast, but I still think he's cool. Yeah. Lucario was cool back yeah. in Brawl, for sure. Oh, yeah, I like, I like, exactly. I like, I like the, the mechanic of he gets stronger and has more range as he takes more yeah, damage. It's cool, yeah. yeah, it's cool. No, I like yeah, Lucario. Yeah, he, yeah, he's cool, too. Like, I, I, I pretty much like all the Pokemon. So, Yeah, I think they're all, like, diverse. I think yeah. they're all diverse. Yeah, for they, sure. There's just no grass type, and, and I feel like that's the hardest one to pick out, except for um, a Decidueye would be fucking instantly very cool. Decidueye would be yeah. ideal. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but you know that's what Gen Seven or something. So yeah. if if he's not on the the table, then it's Rillaboom. But I feel like Rillaboom is kind of like a Donkey Kong character. Yeah, in a lot yeah. Of ways. And it, like yeah. I think that character, like yeah. since he also has like a weird, like a drum, I think it'd just be like too weird to like animate and like mm-hmm. move or like I, uh, unless you take that out of that character yeah. altogether. And that's yeah. Then, then cool, like you said, yeah, it's just kind of Donkey Kong. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I, 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 there's, there's definitely potential for some Pokemon. But like you said, like I think that character is such a like the easiest lock on the planet as one of these five remaining characters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, the rest I, I'm just like I really don't yeah. know what. Yeah, because because like yeah, it's like Oxidon. Like they're they've kind of already checked a lot of boxes, and. Yeah, but that's the best. That's the best spot to yeah, be. Yeah, because like every, yeah, every character will be surprising uh, for better or worse. <laughs> yeah, and it, you know the thing is, if there are some stinkers now, like I don't have to be upset about it. Like I got a bunch of fucking A listers, yeah. so I'm feeling. Uh, I will feel that way once we get Sora. Once we get Sora, <laughs> yeah, true, I'll be like, true. I don't give a, yeah. I don't, I don't give a fuck who we. That, get. That's me with Banjo. So like, once we got Banjo, yeah, and like I got Joker basically as like a gift on top yeah, of that for a me. Big surprise, so. yeah. Uh, anything from here, I, I'm like in for. But you're, you're, I'm with you. Like Sora, I would kill to have in that game. It'd be so mm-hmm. cool. I just want to hear uh, him yell, "Take this!" over and yes, over exactly. And over again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, man. man, but again, we, I, I think we, we had talked about it before. Um, but his limit, I would want to be Trinity limit or his, his final smash. Yeah. But and it's, that was yeah, that one. Just, yeah, it. I just, it would, yeah, it would, it, it would be like a, it would be like some sort of tag team attack with all the original kingdom hearts characters like Sora Riku. Yeah. I think it would just be um, the, uh, the animation in kingdom Hearts two where he like opens the keyhole and like, he just jumps back and does that sword swipe and then shoots the beam up into somebody and blasts him away. I think it would, yeah. that would be shoots, really shoots, cool. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I would love, shoots, to, I would love, with the, with I would the love, beam. Re- uh, 
yeah, with, with the, the beam. beam into a keyhole, and the keyhole locks them away. Yeah, and it locks them into another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> they insta death, insta death move. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. Yeah, I, I would like to see Riku and Kyrie in there just because I I just want to see my boy in there in, in some way. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Riku is an assist but, trophy would be pretty cool. I, I know the disrespect. I understand. Yeah, but like, if they got yeah, Sora in there, be, if yeah. they yeah. in a, a couple of assist trophies, I, 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 feel, cool. I feel like like. You know the best case scenario, which like is still kind of a bummer, would be like some alternate colors for Sora that give him like Riku kind of colors. Oh God, no! <laughs> no, I would I, want I them want... to be able to have. Here's the thing: all the do you Sora want the outfits. default? Like, would you want the? Yeah, I was gonna say, like, do you think default Sora would be Kingdom Hearts three Sora or Kingdom Hearts two Sora? Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, I think it'd be three. Oh, I want it to be Kingdom Hearts I, two I Sora. Honestly, I, would, I would love if they. This is best yeah, outfit. I, I, I honestly it's would love those outfit. as like alternate costumes though. Like you would have you would, like default would be Kingdom Hearts, like yeah. kind of like a like not like obviously not as complex as Hero, but have like use this Kingdom Hearts three outfit as like one and like mo- like a couple colors for that. Here's his Kingdom Hearts two outfit with a couple colors for that, and then here's his Kingdom Hearts one outfit with a couple colors for that. Would be cool, I think. Yeah, because Dream Drop because the way I'm, could be the first one. yeah sure yeah because the way because the way I'm thinking about it is like. It could be King, like normal Kingdom Hearts, limit form, and then all of his other forms for Kingdom Hearts 2. And then Kingdom Hearts 3, and then uh, Guardian form, which is his yellow form. And then, uh, what is it? Wisdom? No, it's not. Uh, what is his blue form wisdom. called? It's Wisdom. In 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 three as well. Oh, in, in three. In, it's just magic form, I think, in three is what. Magic form is like, yeah, it's just like a mage form. Yeah, the like those because his red form is so d- similar to his power form that it, he, you know, I don't think it's really necessary. Um, also, oh, dude, if they did anti form, mm, that would be actually really. Oh, cool. see, there's so much more potential with Kingdom Hearts Two Sora. Yeah, yeah. No, you're like, totally right. I, I th- like or rage. Yeah, the rage form. Oh, that'd be I really think that cool. Could, that could happen. Too. Yeah, there's. Yeah, that would be. Uh, there's so really much cool. potential with Smash characters, and we'll with Sora and, you know, specifically. To, yeah. to give everyone the context, we'll be doing a, a more definitive uh, DLC prediction in the future. Probably once this first character is fully unveiled when we know who this, whoever the F this arms character will actually be. We're going to, we're going to yeah. but like, sit down. But just in case, just in case they do the set, like the second character announcement, like yeah. at the end of the arms one, like if you had a, like if you had a guess, like what you think it will be, not what you want, what you think. The next character announced will be. I think it'll be. Where, the where, Pokemon where are you betting your money? Um, you think it's gonna be the Pokemon? I think they're gonna front load both Nintendo characters or all three Nintendo characters, and then that way, for the last characters, it'll be those big hype moments. Yeah. I think that's what they want. Do, do. do you have a specific Pokemon in mind? Um, I mean, if it's not Pokemon Trainer 2.0, um, then that would be so yeah, cool. Be so I, cool. Love that. I, I think. Um, like Jenna, like uh, I feel like I think it was you, Cam, that, that threw out the idea of it being like Urshifu or whatever. Um, yeah, legendary. yeah, I said that er- earlier. Yeah, I think that would be really. Yeah, cool. that that's a really safe bet, and it, it makes a lot of sense because, like you know, Isle of Armor just came out, and or is going to come out next week, and we should hear about the arms stuff any, like in any, in a few weeks, right? Did they have a? It's they yeah. Give us a date yeah, yet, they said they said yeah they sometime said the in June yeah. would be announced and released in June, so should be hearing pretty yeah. soon. Yeah, I'm. I'm betting it'll so, just be a Sakurai like, 
hey, you know, here's me showing off the character again. Yeah. Like, it'll just be mm-hmm, one of those mm-hmm. very casual yeah. things yeah. with a tease. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, would, I definitely would hope it's, yeah, we get like a tease of. It's been yeah. nice. Um, for sure. Go ahead, Cam. I was going to say, like, if I was going to go with that as well, I was going to go that we get Pokemon next, but, um, but I'll just to be different, I think uh, we're either. I'm going to put. I'm going to just. Hmm, I'm not going to say one or the other. I'm just going to say, I think. I think we're going to get Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. Cool. Just because I think Monster Hunter is like I, I feel like that there's a more unique character design that can be played with in Smash than than Dante, which was my other consideration cuz that'll be very similar to Bayonetta and while Dante specifically in Do- like Double May Cry 5 is like arguably the most potential like of character abilities in an in an action type game like either you know Dante or Sora really like Sora and Kingdom Hearts 2 um i think that Monster Hunter there's more potential to be like really unique and stand out as its own character than just another like sword character that can combo and stuff like that that um Dante would be yeah and it'd be cool to see more gun based characters just because like i think those aspects yeah. of Joker and Bayonetta are really really cool so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mine, mine would be, and and I know this, this will upset upset you guys, but I think my the next character is gonna be Gino. You think? It's I think. Gonna I be think like it's hashtag I, I stamp think, it. I think it's gonna be Gino because again, like I said, like uh, I th- I think you know from where I'm looking, like I would say like you know there was the handful of characters pretty much since Brawl that have been consistently like requested and like, you know, and I feel like with, with these last previous games or when Sakurai is listening more and more to this, like the actual like crazy smash Western community. Cause like in ultimate, we got Ridley, we got King K rule, which were like two, mm-hmm. two of the like easily most requested like Nintendo characters to be like in smash then and Simon then Belmont. yeah and Simon Belmont and then we got Banjo as DLC and like I feel like those three are the trifecta like those three were like the the, the real the real trifecta of like those and I feel like Gino was the fourth where he like he was kind of there and like everyone tried to like put him up there in that echelon with those characters but like he I don't think he really truly was personally but I think there were still enough people who like requested and requested and requested and requested this character and like Sakurai has been answering all of these all of these calls for these characters uh time after time with ultimate so I just feel like Gino really is going to be one of these characters and I feel like he it makes a good and I feel and the reason I say he's the next one is because that would be a character that like in like it does will have a big reaction from the smash community where like the last two characters have been kind of that lull again. And I think Sakurai just wants to get that one in to be like, here you you go. MFers shut that F up. Here's this, (laughs) here's this dumb puppet from this one game years ago. Here he is. Gino. To be clear, I've wanted Gino for a long time. So I would be very, I'd be fine with it too. Like, cause I think like Gino is like one of those weird characters where he has, he has some stuff to pull from, from that game, but it can also be kind of, you know, Sakurai can kind of just, can kind of just do what he wants to an extent also to re to reimagine and reinterpret that character so i think it'd be it could be cool god wouldn't it be fucking funny if they just put mallow and not you know god wouldn't that be so it's good? It's, it's super mario Here's... rpg mario he's in 
Here, here's the thing about Gino, like Gino, that like, or like what you're saying about Gino, like the justification behind it. Like Sora's in the same boat, just third party. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like you're right, you're right about like the first party thing. Like, you know, ever since Brawl, like you know, uh, Sora's been really re- uh, highly requested, and you know, like the thing with like, here's the thing with em- like uh, when Emron brought up like, oh, like Tokyo Disney said like that they wouldn't let Nintendo use Sora in the game. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. Like, Disney... Why would Disney not want a ginormous behemoth of a game like Smash to promote Kingdom right. Hearts? They're like, a very that, niche that, game that they probably have a lot of trouble pitching to people. Yeah, totally. I'm with you. Yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, totally. And I feel like the only reason Disney would say no is because of money. You know what I mean? Like, mm. Nintendo is, like, I feel like financially both Disney and Nintendo are stubborn with, like, giving like giving money. Like, like, like the amount of money that Disney would request from Nintendo to license Sora and whatever other characters from Kingdom Hearts that that might be the thing. Like, that Disney's just a big enough company where, like, they can just be like, give me this, give us this amount of money or no deal. Totally. You know? Um, so that's like, I feel like the only barrier that's stopping this from happening, but God, it just, it has to happen. Like I, I can't, I just can't imagine. Like I, it just doesn't wrap around my head, man. It just doesn't wrap around my head. Like I know that if Tetsuya Nomura was approached, he'd be like, hell yeah, let's make it happen. Like why not? Yeah. The the Um, thing is like Sakurai is friends with like pretty much every big Japanese director. I feel like he's friends with Kojima. He's probably friends with Nomura, you know, like everybody loves him because like he is one of the hardest working motherfuckers out there. So I think yeah. in a similar way to like a Weird Al Yankovic parody, like people are like honored when Sonic yeah, yeah. puts, them to put puts their it in the game. Smash. Yeah, it's it's a definitely a big deal. So no, like I, I, f- I feel like that's that's like uh, the ultimate thing of like I would I would be at the end of the day I would be way in for either of these characters because I like Kingdom Hearts and I and oh like, yeah if G- G- Gino I I respect that like Gino is like this highly requested character and he's like like a character that could have a really interesting move set. But I'm gonna, I'm just gonna throw this random branch out here just to, just just to see what your guys thought was. What if what if it's neither of these characters, but it is another Square Enix mm-hmm. rip that's just like. A- <laughs> I would be so fucking mad. I'd be so fucking mad. Are you kidding me? Like we like I know that I know that Dragon Quest is huge in, uh, in Japan, but like I was I was when I found out the rumors like that the leak about. Hero, I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me that we're that we're getting Hero from Dragon Quest before right. Sora? Are you fu- like, I, like again? I know it's a bigger franchise, like worldwide, technically. Yeah, but like, but God, that that made me mad. I was like, no, like Hero is literally just like the same character across every right. game, like, like as far as far as I'm aware. But Sora, like, he has this like personality and charm. Like, there's a love for him as a character. Like you can love Dragon Quest as a franchise, but like it's the characters that makes Kingdom Hearts special. And it's just like, Oh right. my God, please for the love yeah. of God, what, put Sora in smash. What Square Enix character would it be though? Um, I mean, Nick. Neku. Yeah. I was just thinking they would, they <laughs> honestly, would just throw dude. like, I would, I would, I would just, honestly, I would, I would like, it would, it would make Cam mad because it's not Sora at the end of the day, but I, I, I would find it funny to if Sakurai just pulled like a Terry Bogard and just pulled some old ass Final Fantasy like like character like here's here 
Yeah, here's Warrior, Warrior of Light, of Light or here's here's Terra, or here's like here's yeah. this, Terra would be cool. Yeah, yeah. here's, here's Bart's. Bart's. Bart's oh with this God, Bart, chocobo. Bart's, Bart's would be the one that, <laughs> that would be just the like, one. Yeah. Just like threw a character yeah. in just so uh, so it could also be like, hey, we didn't get all that Final Fantasy music last time, but here it is, you you, you jerks, and just throw it and throw it in and just <laughs> to only, like get those people. The only other square rep that would get a pass that isn't if it wasn't Sora, um, forgive me, Cam. Would be like Tubi. Uh no, but that would yeah, actually be really cool. okay. uh it would be Tifa. That would be the only character Tifa? I'd be like. Sure. T- yeah, Tifa I would, would be Tifa amazing. Over Sora I, the only character. <laughs> I would not pick Tifa over Sora, mm-hmm. but I would be like, I would not be mad see, if Tifa got in. Uh, that's, yeah, I, I would be the weird oddball of like, this is this is a character I pitched way back in the podcast Ultimate Days, but I would love the original, like a reinterpretation of the original Black Mage from Final Fantasy One, like the totally. little with his little with the little that his little mask, cool. and, he, and he's like he's like super mage magic focused. I think that I would mm-hmm. I would be way in for like a like a character yeah, like that. Your pitch for that character specifically, I was like, yeah, because like really yeah, cool. yeah, no, that sounds like, really I, I just cool. Think it'd be so cool. Because I play I play a Black Mage in uh, Final Saint, Fantasy Fourteen. Hell yeah, nice. Um, yeah, yeah, I just I I really like I just like that design of that character. I think it's like a it's a, it'd be a Classic. Yeah, it's classic and like seeing a mod yeah. again, like how mm-hmm. they do st- fantastic job and smash of taking the like modern interpretations of like make like taking classic Mega Man but making him modern in this 3D HD game and seeing with like Simon Belmont's like I think it'd be super cool to how see how they reinterpret the, the Black Mage from like that time. That'd be sprite. cool with Chrono from Chrono Trigger too. I, I'll say it. Yeah, yeah, doing, yeah. Chrono from Chrono Trigger. He, he, you know, he, that's... he would be bottom but, of the uh, just because like I'm. I'm kind of tired. Like I'm kind of tired of. I, I've definitely hit my limit of anime swordsmen in this video game. <laughs> that's, you know what? That's yeah, because like that's the thing fair. with Sora. Like if Sora, like Sora's technically yeah, a swordsman, be be but like yeah. he he he's has so weird. much yeah, varieties. He he's like he's a jack of all trades. You know what I mean? Like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, just give us Sora. Yeah, just give us Sora. There's no reason for you not to give us <laughs> Sora, uh, Namora, yeah. Sakurai. So, so we we went off we went off on a smash tangent which I which yeah, yeah that's exactly fine. I say. That's, that's totally fine. fine. So I'm I'm gonna throw an ultimatum ultimatum because this show we just we just went over the two hour mark. So Hell yeah, dude. So we're we're we're, yeah. we're cruising. Cool so how do we feel? Do we want to talk about this next news topic, or do we don't want to jump into games? Or I I kind of feel like we can. I don't want to try and do both necessarily. So how how are you guys feeling? Um, the next news story is important. Yeah, I would also, say like, I would. I would agree. I, I worry that we don't have a lot to say. We don't have a lot to add to it. Um, yeah, yeah. And 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 so we, maybe we could just brush it over. Uh, I don't want to like brush it aside. You know, obviously it is important, but like I, I don't know if, if our critical analysis is going to bring a lot to the table with it. Yeah, like that. Um, that, that is, it is like a larger, like it is like a larger, um, a larger topic as well. So, yeah. So if we if we wanted to jump into games, I I would be okay with that. How you feel, Cam? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with whatever you guys want to do. Okay. Because cool. because I, I mean yeah. Because yeah, like and also thinking of like games like personally like I don't have a lot to talk about in in the games in terms of like playing games on like Switch like I've not been able to jump into Xenoblade yet. Um, but there's like some mm. other yeah neither yeah, have I neither have I I could talk about in games but. Um, yeah, I, I I have we've been playing like I've played Paper Mario. That's that's really the big one. A little bit of Bug Fables as well, mm-hmm. which is really sick. yeah. Um, people should check out. 
Um, but yeah, we can we can talk about this last news story instead. Yeah, let's let's do the news story because I think it just because it is important, and I think like we don't have two. I think we already kind of talked about like the, like you said, like you you guys been playing Paper Mario, and like I've I've dabbled with some of the new current stuff in Animal Crossing, but I feel like we've all kind of like had our time with uh, Animal Crossing to an extent, mm-hmm. um, and then like we haven't played the newest release, you know, played unfortunately yet. I've bought it. I just, I just, uh, there's a, a video game called Fantasy Star Online 2, and it has devoured me. Um, <laughs> it is all consumed. Yeah. Yeah. I get um, and then, like, I've also been replaying some games on Switch, like Breath of the Wild. I've not, like, started a new game, but, like, I'm just loading back in the world and just running around it. Um, I did start a new Pokemon uh, game in Sword and Shield, just because, just I don't know, even though the DLC's out next week, so I'm not really going to do much in it anyway uh yeah but that that's like really about it though so yeah let's, let's talk about this uh news story um it's a little bit it's a little bit of more of a serious uh topic as we as we stated uh as, as like you know a lot of our american or most probably the majority of our listeners know uh there's been a lot of protest um and you know against police brutality and some of the uh, uh racial injustice that has been happening in the country recently with, with the death of George Floyd and even further past that, there's been a whole lot, but it has definitely escalated as last week as a lot of people over the internet. And, you know, you know, even though it's, it was all kind of, you know, it was, it was rough to, I'm sure all of us agree. It was kind of rough to see. And, you know, it was hard to be on the internet at times. Um, I, I would say like kind of like one sparkling light for me, just like a small one was seeing how much of the game video game community just rallied behind uplifting a lot of uh, voices that need to be up- uplifted. And, uh, and it, it was very nice, but you know, a lot of companies came out and, you know, made their remarks and Nintendo was one of them, but I would also kind of say to be a little critical um, when it's, when it's due Nintendo definitely was a little late and I feel like there's also a little lackluster of their kind of response to everything. Um, I can go ahead and read this tweet if y'all would like. Um, Yeah, go for it. Nintendo shares the pain felt in the United States after the tragic death of George Floyd. And we stand with the black community and all those who recognize our shared humanity and fundamental belief in equity and justice. We reject bias, exclusion, oppression, and the violence that leads to these completely unnecessary deaths. We are committed to the fostering equity inclusion, or sorry, we are committed to the fostering, fostering equity, inclusion, and diversity in all aspects of all aspects of our business and the work we do. So that's, that was their kind of response as, you know, a lot of companies were kind of being like asked to be like, Hey, please use your platform to kind of share that this like, isn't, you know, you shouldn't be seeing this stuff. Um, and there's uh, a lot to be asked uh, as far, but yeah, but like you know, so so like for point of reference, like the a lot of companies did this, like you said, Mike. They were a lot of folks were po- kind of poking fun at, at the fact that a lot of these kind of felt very templatey, like copy and pasty. Right. Yeah, um, and this kind of falls more into the copy pasty vibes than it yeah. does the the kind of better messages that were out there, like Ben and Jerry's. Uh, getting out there and, and taking shots, oh, yeah. killing it. Some, yeah, some um, went real hard. But like also like Bungie and Square Enix that like gave resources with this information yeah. of like, hey, we we stand with this, and here are resources for you to go donate, to go um, support local communities and, and things like that, including yeah. Irrational Passions. You know, like 
we gave some national resources and then yeah. like, hey, please go find where locally you can support this because locally that change has to happen. Yeah. And there was kind of that's kind of absent from here. You Absolutely. Know? Um, a thing that I heard um, through secondhand sources. So, so keep in mind, this isn't I can't necessarily verify this, but uh, folks kind of saying, but having to then delete and remove this information of, hey, Nintendo is donating 200% match like any donations to any of these uh, resources or communities or anything, any charitable donations that any employees were making. So they were kind of more quietly supporting any employees that were donating or, or reaching out or, or trying to help. Um, but they were like very specific in that people weren't allowed to share that Nintendo was matching and, and kind of also in addition to supporting, um, which I feel like is generally kind of Nintendo's, style like for me yeah. I, I was really surprised that they made a statement at all yeah um it is more their kind of game to just stay out of it regardless of if that's a good or bad thing um and and them making a statement was surprising not that it, it merits any kind of forgiveness I, I think they definitely should have said more here or at least given people resources to donate uh or help in any way but uh, i was just honestly taken aback that they said anything at all um, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that because, you know, yeah, like I'm, I'm glad there was like something said at all, like you said, and I just, it's hard, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to, it's hard to like also like try and uh, sit here and like assume too much of it because like it's easy to like as as us to be like, hey, we can, you know, as irrational passions, we're like a handful of dudes and we can just like tweet out a quick a couple of links and a couple of things very quickly and easily. So, but when you come to a, a Nintendo of America where they're like thousands, hundreds, thousands, hundreds of employees and like all kinds of other like business background stuff. And there's probably like a million eyes on like a, a tweet that, you know, had to go out and all kinds of other things. I don't like, obviously we don't, we don't really know the full extent of what goes on in the background of that. At least, at least I don't personally. Um, mm -hmm. So it's like, it's hard to say where it was, but like, like you said, it was, Nice to at least see something, even though, like you said, yeah, it, feel, it felt a little copy pasty and just kind of, you know, it's like, you know, it's, you know, it was like a, you know, yippee, we did it kind of. All right, moving on. Like it, it, it did feel a little like that. But, you know. At the, at, at, what do you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, like, uh, I agree that um, I'm I'm surprised that nintendo really say anything at all like no yeah they they do just everything they, they do as a company whether on social media marketing whatever it may be it just always it's really polarizing like it's it, it's just like very disjointed and i i can never expect what nintendo is going to do as a company um comparatively to like sony or microsoft with um playstation and xbox um so it's, I'm, yeah, like, obviously I'm, su uh, I'm surprised that they said something and, but I'm not surprised that they didn't really do much else outside of just making a pretty, like, no, I don't want to say like fake statement, but just didn't feel like heartfelt. it meant something. Yeah. It wasn't, it didn't feel heartfelt. Um, so it's one of those things like saying something at least it, it does like 
it's better to say something than nothing, even if there is nothing, it, even if it didn't really feel like it didn't feel meaningful in any sense. Um, but you know, so it, it is what it is. Like, I, I really don't, I really don't know what else to say about the matter. Like, you know, there are companies that, and it, and it really doesn't make sense about the whole doing everything under the radar. Like, I don't know why they, why they would do that when it comes to like matching donations. Yeah. Um, if that were to be true, like I, I, I see no reality as to why that would be something that they would want right. to keep hidden. But regardless of that, like, you know, there's other companies that, you know, like that fucking killed it, like, uh, Square Enix and EA for once that matter, which is <laughs> really surprising. Really surprising. Huh. Yeah. Um, I saw that. I was just like, holy shit. Like that, that was, that was incredibly surprising. So it is what it is. Like. Who knows what Nintendo is doing and what they're not doing? Like, um, they're a they're a very ominous company. Um, now, like, just Pat, like always. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. it, it, um, it'll be, it'll be, it'll, it, it's, it, you know, it is what it is. It was a bummer to see, like, very closely after this, Kirk Scott announced that he was kind of leaving Nintendo, um, and 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 like it's it's you know not to in- interpret anything from there, but like in addition to like this weird response like obviously one of like uh, a higher member of their team like somebody who had the wherewithal to make changes someone that we've all like rational the team of rational passions has weirdly interacted with kirk scott many many times um and you know he's like just a great dude a very supportive guy uh and someone who's like always looking out for indie developers and everything so like them kind of like happening close to one another what was just it didn't. It didn't help to make them look any better. Um, it's just. It, it's conti- Nintendo continues to be a very hard to read company for many yeah. many reasons, uh, and part of that I think is like the cultural differences, and part of it is just that Nintendo is is and always has been super secretive, more so even than like uh, Sony and and a lot of other Japanese companies like Nintendo. Yeah. Is oh yeah the one of the most secretive modern technology companies that i think i know of um so yeah i i it's, it's hard to they're hard to read uh but yeah you know, no I, absolutely I, glad that they said yeah something. Uh, yeah I, I agree like at the end of the day i'm glad they said something but i also echo i, I hope next time they yeah do better, the, yeah they, you know? yeah they, they definitely can do better and i also agree that like at the end of the day um with the sentiment you made of like as nice as it is, as like a, as these companies to make these these statements and also like share support with their large brands and things. Like I think is like, you know, still be about like looking into local communities and what you can do locally more so than like what what these big companies are doing and like oh that that company's doing all this stuff. Like don't let I would say still trying to support a local local community like does a lot more than I think a lot of people realize. Yeah, totally. Um, and if anyone out there is like looking to hopefully make a difference and make a change, like obviously protesting, donations, and things like that are are great. But but finding a way to actually make a difference in your local community is a great way to start as well, because you will certainly have more impact there. Um, so just keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so I th- I think I think I think yeah it? I think we can uh, you know even though it's a little bit of a somber note we can leave it there. It was still it was still a very fun show. 
talking with yeah. y'all. We we talked. They yeah. got forty five minutes of yeah. I was gonna yeah. I was gonna say we definitely yeah. I was like yeah. One little topic derailed us into an amazing uh, smash discussion, and uh, I'm looking forward uh, to going on another trip to Nintendo Land uh, later this month. Yeah, where we will uh, talk more about that Pokemon DLC because it'll be out, and we'll probably know who that that their Smash Brothers character is. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, please, Sora. <laughs> please. please, please, everyone. Yeah, everyone, cross cross your fingers. Uh, thanks so much, uh, Cam, for uh, joining us. Uh, where can people uh, follow the stuff you do? Yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter at the Cinephile Guy. I also stream on Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash the Cinephile Guy, uh, and I write for DualShockers.com. Uh, and you can follow DualShockers on Twitter at DualShockers. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, you, you have some reviews upcoming and you're, I think you're probably under, you said you were like under embargo probably, but yeah, I'm under embargo. Um, I, yeah, you've also yeah, been yeah. on like but, everything. Yeah. There's, in yeah, last you've, been, week. you've been on so like, if, like, yeah. uh, yes. if you like inside gaming, spawn on me. uh, you know, go it's very good spawn on me. Cam's been on all. Yeah. Of yeah, yeah. 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 I was on inside. I was on an episode of inside gaming last week. Uh, spawn on me. Um, check them out for if, uh, you're, you happen to be a person of color or like, are interested in hearing, uh, mm-hmm. voices, uh, uh, for people of color in the gaming space. That's a great podcast to check out. And I might be on IGM beyond in the coming weeks, mm. but nothing has been confirmed as of exciting. yet. So very, very exciting. exciting. Yep. Uh, you, you, you know, if you're here listening to this Irrational Passions product, you're on this feed, mm. you probably more or less know all, all there is to know and more about Alex O'Neill, <laughs> editor-in-chief of this website. <laughs> and and Alex I, I, I send an email to everyone that subscribes to any yeah, of just our like, feeds, hey, like, here's my here's bio, my bio. <laughs> here's my credit card information, and my social security. Yeah, here's my social. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Yep. Bye. But uh, he's, he's at Alfire27 on Twitter. I'm at MikeIP underscore on Twitter. And just for everything Irrational Passions, you can follow us at IrrationalPod on twitter um when this by the time this goes up you'll probably have seen some of the other stuff we did like we, i think we're this might go up right before we see what sit down and watch yeah destiny. Prob- probably yeah see some destiny uh see what's new with destiny 2 and also see the next generation of video games with the playstation 5 we're gonna be watching some of that too yeah be watching along with those yeah. so uh that'll be up around this too so if, you know feel free to check out you know Obviously, come here for all the Nintendo uh, news and speculation and games. But yeah, we do all that other fun stuff, too. So uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, Be safe and take care of yourselves out there and uh, have a good one. Bye.